There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 369. I will be telling jokes in uh, Philadelphia at Helium, June 27th, 28th, and 29th. So come on out to that. Tickets at Nerdist.com slash calendar. Hey, thanks to LegalZoom for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Hey, why don't you trademark your stuff? Why not? Come up with a phrase and trademark it, and then become a millionaire. But you should protect your uh, intellectual property. Also, maybe incorporate a form an LLC. LegalZoom will help you do all that. They've helped about a million businesses get started right. You can celebrate innovation with LegalZoom, and for a limited time, get a special price on trademarking and copywriting using the referral code NERDIST at checkout. Protect your creations and launch your dream at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom can provide sub-up services at your specific direction, or they can connect you to an attorney, but they are not a law firm. Don't forget to use referral code NERDIST. This episode is Joe Manganello, who uh, we've become pals with because he's uh, done the Nerdist TV show, he's done some stuff on the Nerdist channel on YouTube, and so we finally got him on. I mean, the guy looks like Hercules, uh, but he happens to have the mind of Aristotle. I got after we did this podcast, Jonah, got a, Jonah sent me a really sincere text that was just like, Meganello's just really inspiring, <laughs> but really, really, really funny, and uh, we go off on a, on a, a pretty amazing um, wrestling tangent, so uh, I, I, do, I would like to remind you that uh, True Blood comes back Sunday, June 16th, so yeah, if you're listening after this, then go back and watch it on the HBO Go app or whatever, but uh, this is the Nerdist Podcast number 369 with our pal Joe Meganello. Who I think now is officially the pack leader of this podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. So it was hilarious. Yeah, oh my god, so funny. Muscle milk. What is this? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Are you Go ahead and record, Katie. It's filled, with, it's filled with human blood. It's got muscle milk. I have sugar-free Red Bull. Here's why we look like we do. It's actually oh, made of muscles. <laughs> you having another energy drink? Well, it's here in case. You can't have another energy drink. What are you talking about? I'm guys? talking about heart. I'm ready to go. Let's do the podcast. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, let, let's mix our did drinks Did you together. hear my heart explode? <laughs> I think it did. It'll just free Red Bull. Strawberry muscle milk. <laughs> That's a dare. That's a good dare. Can we, we get, get a cup? We should get a cup out. I have yeah. four seconds before all the blood that was pumped into my body is gone. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Your your heart's not going to sound like an explosion. It's you're just going to hear like a. 
It's just going to be like a pop. Oh, you that's, Jonah that's why you didn't and hear then it. Yeah. We're going to be left with the cleanup. Where, do I get a fun headset too or no? Yeah, they're right, oh, I right do. there. Oh, go, cool, great. They're not that fun though. They're, Thank you. Not unless you think rounds. Round is funny. God, I haven't seen yeah, Raising Arizona in so long. I gotta watch that again. It's good, holds up. Totally holds up. It really up. does. Yeah. You see the trailer for the new Coen Brothers? No, watch out! What? Yeah, 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 new Coen Brothers movie. It's uh, looks like it's like kind of about Bob Dylan, kind of you know, just, kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, but it looks really Ish. good. Somebody reviewed Pain and Gain as a Coen Brothers movie starring the Three Stooges. What? Did you see it? No, but I actually really want to see it. It looks really fun. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of accurate. I mean, no, you know, I'm, yeah. Oh, is that The Rock movie? <laughs> yeah, He's Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry, I mean Dwayne Johnson. Yes. yes. Or Dwayne The Rock oh, Johnson. The Rock. The Rock, Rock and Marky Mark. Rock. Yeah. And, and Marky Mark. Yeah. Rocky Rock and Marky Mark. Rocky Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Rock. I, did you see it? I did. How was it? Hilarious. Is it funny? I swear. I, is it supposed to be funny? Yes. Hilarious. It's it's funny. The, oh, it is. It's yeah. the darkest, weirdest story that takes place in one of the funniest periods, I think, in American history. Like 90s Miami bodybuilding. <laughs> 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 okay, that makes sense now, the way they're all fucking jacked like up. Like Zubaz yeah. pants yeah. and <laughs> motiv- motivational speaker tapes. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's amazing. It's I amazing. had no idea. I thought it was just like, a, oh, this is a muscle head. Based you on know. a true story where these guys scammed yeah. their rich training clients and held them captive and made them force them to sign over their mansions and millions. Oh, wow. And then, like, murdered them by sawing them apart with power saws. Sorry, oh, I'm giving away the whole plot. I mean, it's crazy. It's really not. That's, that's, that's a real story really that happened. happened. Yeah, really I want to see it even more now. Yeah. Now I am going to go see it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Let's go right after this. <laughs> What's, what was it? Was that the last movie you saw? Uh, was it the last movie I saw? Maybe. Maybe. No, uh, no I saw. I. I saw Fast and Furious. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, nothing wrong with that. The movie made like a half a billion dollars. I mean, someone had to see it. a lot wrong with that. <laughs> well, there's also a lot right with that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt I would have been lost because I'd never seen another one. So. Yeah, you should probably start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, just I would be like, you're going to get totally yeah. lost. I would get Vin Diesel and The Rock confused. No, yeah. you won't. What's funny about that is The Rock looks bigger than he did in Pain and Gain. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he looks like he like ate himself from Pain and Gain. He doesn't need it. He's so absorbed. charming. And or, the, but he's bigger than every like he walks into frame and you can see nothing but, or but the it, rock. Or, yeah. or is it like in to, a Total Recall? Maybe that's his his disguise to get onto Mars. Oh, that's yeah. his and fat lady. Two weeks. Yeah. That's his fat lady. That's pretty fucking. That's pretty spectacular. Oh, he's, he's huge and uh, it's great, and I recommend it. Isn't to it everybody. insane that these people just found this weird subgenre where they have no competition? Like, let's just make fast car racing, street car racing but it's, movies. But it's that. But it's Point Break. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. it's the yeah. dude who's Always. like Johnny Utah. I'm undercover, but I went too deep and fell for the <laughs> fell for the girl. And I'm I kind of the lines are blurring, bro. Yeah. yeah, but it's just for another like activity. For Point Break, it was surfing and yeah. bank robbing. This is and jumping out of planes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and the, this is just car racing. But the racing, sixth yeah. movie in a series to make like that many hundreds of millions of oh, dollars. They're going ten. Yeah, yeah. At, at, least. at least. I mean, Paul Walker basically just. His, he basically he just makes one of those movies a year. He probably gets fifteen or twenty million bucks to do a movie per year. He's That's good. Fucking, it's he's, a good he's, living. He's set. That's fine. He's set. <laughs> have there been non-horror uh, movie uh, franchises that have gone this many? Besides, yeah, yeah. I guess like, like Star Trek, Star James Wars, Bond. and like Bond. But but yeah. like but like I mean, yeah. Are there? What are we talking? Police Academy. Yeah, because they're, they're yeah, still there were a lot of police academies. Yeah, they did do six. 
Did they do seven? Did they do a seven? Yeah, they did a like the video. next generation. The ne- yeah, the next I, I think that was like the third one because that was Citizens on Patrol, and that was like kind of like getting a bunch of new people. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. Like, I could do that. That handstand stuff. I just hate it when the change falls out of my pockets. It's a great line. That's a fucking. I haven't seen any of the Police Academy movies since the they were since they, they, came, since out? they came out. Yeah, you saw them all in the theater. I did see. Opening I saw a night, lot of them. That guy opening I night. Oh yeah. I watched the original Mahoney. Police Academy so many times. <laughs> And then I was on board. I was on board for all of them, even after he left, even after he stopped yeah. doing them. Miami right. was five, and then Mission to Moscow was six, or was that City Under Siege? City, City Under Siege. <laughs> City Under Siege, I City think, is... That was yeah. six, Thank you, Katie. Mission to Moscow was, was seven. seven. It doesn't have a number, so I'm assuming it's seven. Yeah, it is seven. It's rad. We have fact-checking? No, yeah. why? Yeah. No, it's so rad. Yeah, no. So when you see, so when you see like a pain and gainer, where you see, yeah. or even you know what? Listen, even fucking Fast and Furious Seven, or do you, or do you call your agent and go, look, j- they should just meet with me. I mean, come on, I look, mean, like, I need the addition on my house. I, <laughs> I got the, I got the middle range pool furniture. I need the better. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got ten million dollar abs. You should be getting ten million dollars for them. I mean, let's fucking let's do it. Come on, let's get on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Right now, is that computer get on the phone? Let's fix this. You make a call yeah. with that, Scappy. Plus, they would save money on Apple boxes if he did a scene with The Rock. They wouldn't have to put the Apple box there for Vin Diesel. Was he tall, too? <laughs> Vin Diesel's not tall. No, no. The, Rock, the, Rock's, the Rock's huge. 6'5", six right? 6'5"? Six yeah. What? Yeah. Can we get a fact check on The Rock? Fact check on The Rock. Can I get a fact check? Can I get a fact check? Fact check, Isle Rock. <laughs> that guy, uh, Bob Benson, uh, the like that weird, mysterious guy in Mad Men, apparently he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Which one's Bob Benson? He's the one guy that's like oh, always with the coffee oh, and stuff. Oh, the guy who rubbed his knee up against Pete Campbell's Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. 6'3". You would tower over The Rock. He's 6'3". But he's a... Okay, yeah. But yeah, apparently he's like tall and they have to shoot him so he looks a lot smaller than everybody else. No way. Yeah. Why do they do that? I get mad. I, I get mad every time I'm on the street and someone comes up to me and goes, man, you, you, you're a lot bigger in person. I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah, what, yeah. How, what does it look like? It's because they walk on platforms on the show. Like, it's not, it's not right. Here, I'll yeah. trade with you where it's like, oh, you're not as tall as I thought you were. Do you, do you have to do a lot of those like things when you're like, maybe like they're doing like an over the shoulder where you have to kind of spread your legs out so you're like... Is there any, ever a problem with your height? It's happened. That yeah. has happened. Um, but mostly, they just build these elaborate platforms and walkways. It's and like you're things. on a Muppet set. It's like they just dig a ditch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just walking in this ditch. It's like some kind of, around you. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Orson Welles experiment. Of, I'm just walking in a ditch, and they're up it, the it, lo- yeah. it looks like your four fifths torso. Yeah, <laughs> it's like tiny legs. It makes me mad. Or they'll stand us on the hill, and they'll be like, "All right, you stand down the hill." No, no, no. Let me stand up the hill. So you're like too even taller. big. You're too big. Yeah. That's the whole point. The, that's, the, yeah, whole, that's why you became so tall. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you make that choice? Uh, Why'd you make the tall choice? You don't make blame that my parents. Were you, were, you. were you were you were you a comfortable tall guy as a kid? Because Jonah was a not comfortable tall guy that's as a kid. Had. Slouch. I was just like, you know, everyone. I grew up in Hawaii, where everyone was like really short in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. And so I found myself like kind of hunching over a lot to talk to people. I it was a little bit of both. Uh, when I got to college there, uh, I, I had a posture problem. Like I was apologizing, you yeah. Know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so I, was, I was saying, oh, I'm sorry for. Yeah, being I'm sorry. Tall. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not, I'm not going to. Don't be scared. Yeah, like, come talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, like, I said, don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, but 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 growing up, I I had sports, and so from a young age, I was always head and shoulders bigger than the other kids. So it was it was not awkward because like call me awkward and let's yeah. put on the helmets, you know, or yeah. something, you know. Yeah. And I was the mean kid. So that was right after school and then right after practice you were swiping comic books from your local comic book shop is <laughs> yes. what we found out on the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Just avid comic book reader and I 
thought that you know asking my dad for the money to buy all these comics for how fast I read them that that was never going to fly. <laughs> so, uh, and I just didn't even want to hear it. I didn't even want to see the face he was going to make when I asked him for more money to, to to go buy books and comic books. So I just turned to crime, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at a very very young age started scoping comic book stores out and looking for the sight lines behind the register and then how to not be seen. And then I'd wear pants with like the elastic waistband, yeah. you know. And so uh, we should do a video recreation here. Yeah. <laughs> we still comic <laughs> Really thick frame glasses. We need some parachute pants with elastic uh, band. We should just have those anyway. We should. Yeah. They should bring them. I don't, back. I don't think we need them for that. We just have them. We just just have. But you yeah. had you had glasses, or you just put them on as a disguise? No, right? I'm like <laughs> blind. Like I wear contacts, and I'm without them. I am I am blind. You ever think about LASIK? Can't do it. They're so bad. Me too. That they, the, my eyes are so oddly shaped, and I have so few microns on the lens that they can't flap the oh, lens, really? and they can't get in there. I've been thinking about it lately. I think you're better off. You know, I fucking, I've my eyes are okay, but oh, so we're better off. Yep. Oh, must be no, nice. I was just, must I be just easy to say. I yeah. just, just yeah. wear my glasses. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, where exactly. some where someone goes uh, where where they go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when they put the laser in there, look, you're only blind for a minute. Like I, that would be the fucking worst minute of my life. I'm like, my sight's not coming back. Like I don't think my anxiety. <laughs> Do you feel that way when you go to sleep at night? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> Eight hours of this. But when your eyes are open and you can't see anything, that would freak. That would freak me out. But it's just it's the it's the prospect of maybe you know waking up in the morning and just being able to you see. It's just my like, brother got. It. And I was like, what was it like the yeah. first morning, you know? Yeah, I th- I've been thinking about normal. it a lot lately. I don't even know if I can get them because my eyes are pretty bad. Yeah, I, my stigmatism's too bad. Yeah, mine too. It'd be the reverse of Superman 2 when he wakes up for the first time <laughs> as a normal person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then gets the shit kicked out of him at that, yeah. that biker that bar biker. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The diner, really. It was the diner. diner. It wasn't even like a biker bar. It's not like a biker. That's what makes yeah, it so it sad, guys drinking at a diner. <laughs> yeah. They were drinking. He was he drinking? It was breakfast. Yeah, they were truckers. They were probably somewhere in Alaska or Canada. shit beat out of him. He really did. Did, yeah, but then he went back. You know, let's see what what that last scene should have been. Of course, it's Superman, so he's not gonna. But he j- really should have just ripped that guy limb, limb from limb, and then just spread the guy's limbs all over the globe. That would have well, been a much more interesting. Yeah, ending. just him in the back alley at yeah. the trash dumpster, holding like an arm and a leg. Yeah, exactly. Covered in blood. <laughs> like, what did I? No, what did like, I do? That felt so good. You know, yeah. he, human he can ruined take me. Him, he can take him to each part of the world too. Take him to like Alaska, pull off a finger, then fly over to China, pull off another finger, and then just continue that throughout the entire world. And then take there's like a it. detective played by Ed Harris who finds like a finger in Alaska, and it's like, what does this mean? And it's like putting this it together, guy. and yeah, it takes yeah. him like twenty years. He's like, like seven. He could punch that guy so <laughs> yeah. many times so fast that uh, he could turn the guy into soup, which they would then serve at the diner as a as a warning to he the other He could do it truckers. so fast he could feed himself to himself. He, he could, could feed, feed the guy, yeah, he to, feed himself, the guy yeah. to himself, his yeah. lower half, and then as the guy would be shitting out his the liquid of his lower half. He, he just has like a pot sitting. underneath yeah. and he's like, take that. Yeah. yeah. We just made an itchy and scratchy cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I do like combining Superman and Seven though. That's pretty fucking, that'd be pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Pretty genius. Flying Lo- Lois Head's head in a yeah. fucking box. I don't know, you're going to laugh, but I think this guy can fly. What? <laughs> no, seriously. I, I just, you know, gets laughing. Yeah. Off the force, he puts on these drinking. weird tight clothes and kind of just runs around. Find a piece of spandex <laughs> with his finger. I don't know what it means. Uh, You've got to be in a superhero movie sooner or later. Well, when, once, well, yeah, well, it, it, it's the I go- mean, Flash Thompson, of course, you were in a superhero <laughs> movie, but I mean, you've got to be a superhero like in a, a movie. Super powered guy. Yeah. Well, well, you know, the the, the show is is golden handcuffs. You know, True Blood, because you know, for because of being on that show now. 
people know who I am. Yeah. But because of that show, I can't go off and do those movies. Sure. Because I, I, I have for about four and a half months during a hiatus to squeeze whatever I can in. Right. And uh, most action movies take five to six months to shoot, plus reshoots. Right. Plus, you know, you're going to come back. I mean, I went through it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went through this. Um, and uh, and then, you know, you have to go do press. And so you're going to have to, you know, you can't take the, the movie around without the guy. And then right. I'm going to come back with a shaved face and short hair for of the course. show that I need a beard long. You know, it's just the whole thing. And when on TV, you sign a six-year contract and yeah. you belong to them and they okay everything you do, even if you're in your off season. Right. So you really kind of, you know belong to them but someday it's the yeah i mean it's the sort of uh it's it's the it's the blessing curse like hey i got uh, i got this awesome job and now i'm it's sitting in the uh, you know Zack snyder's office and i can't do the movie i am i am pretty excited about uh you know as i've said to you many times before i i do watch true blood and i'm i'm a very i'm so excited to see what happens next it's pretty crazy we're getting i just read the finale so we're you know we're shooting finale as everything starts airing and yep. uh, the finale's kind of kind of insane like nice. really well insane. tell us about it <laughs> well cr- yeah hey, I got an easy way to get you out of your contract <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. why didn't I think of that <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> sexy results <laughs> just blab the whole storyline of the season on the Nerdist podcast like exclusive Joe explains episode by episode you, yeah, no, I, no one really listens to it so <laughs> people, you know, people so, get mad about spoilers they want to know but then they don't want to know no, no, they get mad at you are you yeah. mad about spoilers or do you like I don't give a shit uh, I stay I away from them I like to go into things without any sort of you know preconceived anything i don't like to know anything i just want to walk in without i don't read reviews i don't go to rotten tomatoes i don't look at anything yeah i just stay away i don't know if i ever told you this but um one time i was coming back from atlanta oh i think it was dragon con Con. this past year yeah and you were two people in front of me in the tsa line and when you got up to the x-ray machine all of the ladies working tsa fucking lost their minds like oh like they went crazy, and all I could think was, he's gonna go through that millimeter millimeter wave detection machine, and they're just gonna go in the back and look at the outline of his dong, and I feel so bad for him. <laughs> like I, it was the one time I was like, oh, this poor guy. I, I was watching you get objectified, and I was like, oh, you know, like, and something about it was like, oh, I don't know, it doesn't feel right for some reason. I I never thought about my dong's <laughs> X-ray in the back. Now every yeah. time I go through TSA, I'm sure they don't. I'm gonna I, look, think about my dong being I, X-rayed. All I'm right saying when you is, I'm gonna go. It's my break i gotta go i gotta break all i'm saying is i on the dl i give mine a flick before i go through just to you know just to try to just to, just to fluff it up yeah i want to get it flick i want that to be true just to get pumped up so what does it much. take for you to get work done no, just a little flick just a little bit of attention yeah man yeah. Hey, squeeze man. the tip yeah yeah that's something that's like you know that's more time taken I just take uh, so dismissive. I have my penis pump for Magic Mike. (laughs) Duck duck into the bathroom really quick. Just hit that thing a couple of times, get it right, and then go get my (laughs) X-ray. Go to the X-ray, and then have to explain what the pump is every time because you have to take it with you because you're going to need it for the trip back. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "What?" Yeah, totally. (laughs) You can't take this on board. I'm taking it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know. Well, on a serious on a serious note, uh, I I think True Blood is the favorite show of of 
of TSA. I think it is TSA's favorite show. I think it's also the favorite show at the DMV. Do you, I yeah. find it weird what the TSA watches. I like, find the TSA to be pretty... TSA loved G4. They were so nerdy. I, I had a Thundercats bag, and the, the TSA was the only people that were the only people in public that ever went, that's a Thundercats logo, every time I went through TSA. So weird. And I do get a lot of, oh, it's, it's the werewolf. Oh, get over here. Yeah, yeah I, get, I <laughs> yeah. do get that. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, you have to oblige because they can uh, put you on a no-fly list. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Yo, man, when are you getting with Sookie? You know, every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't Seriously. know. Seriously. Uh, well, you know, I, when? when I sit down to write the entire yeah. show, I <laughs> should have thought that through better. I'm Joe. I play a character that hooks up with Sookie. I'll, I'll yeah, keep it yeah, on the down, though. Yeah. You don't want anyone to yeah, know man. you. Uh, Come on. It, it is that sort of funny thing. Like, <laughs> great, they, great dong. <laughs> by the way. The Joe Manganiello story. I just took my break. There's a Sort of, there's that sort of weird thing where people, uh, it, it's, it, it's they kind of, it's the jokingly like, I know you're not your character, but you're really kind of your character. They do. Oh yeah, they treat me like the were. I'm a werewolf in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, man? It's the wolf. Oh, it's the Packmaster. Come on, man. What's up? We, we always <laughs> yeah, make the joke me. of like, yeah, it's a documentary. Is uh, you're shooting the shooting the documentary? Yeah. This is what's yeah. going on in Louisiana right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Are you? Uh, uh, has it been been fun this season so far? I've had fun. Um, you know, with that, I will say that being a Packmaster, you think, oh man, Packmaster, awesome job. It sucks. It's the worst job on the it's planet. Your, you're president of wolves. It's, they suck. It's yeah. just, it's terrible. It's hard. You have to, <laughs> yeah. there, there's so much politics. And there's nearly no, I mean, what's the upside? I mean, what are we doing out there? No. Like, <laughs> go, like, what do we, go thatch that roof. I mean, what, what do we, like, what's our job? You, you know? know, you have to keep everyone in line. You want to be like the number two guy. Not the head guy with all the responsibility. Yeah, you just kind of want to come over for the keg party on Sunday, no, I think. You're you basically just... just a wolf with paperwork and having to do Excel sheets to At least keep no one questions your sexuality because the Boy Scouts said no gay packmasters. <laughs> they, they, they did. No, they Good. reversed that. Good. No, no. Didn't Boy Scouts can be gay, <laughs> but people in charge <laughs> the can, uh, not not the Packmasters. <laughs> not until they change the name Packmaster. <laughs> Switch Troopmaster troop for Boy Scouts. <laughs> it is uh, you. You are you are an interesting, uh, uh, almost dichotomous puzzle to me. Uh, thank you. Uh, not you. Well, you're, oh well, thank you. I get what you're about. <laughs> it's just, but Joe, we've had this conversation a couple mm. of times, which is. You know, how are you? I'm fascinated by the guy who has has had a, fee, a foot in both worlds because now everyone's kind of nerdy. Like, that's mm-hmm. just become a part of our culture. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Video games and technology and sure. whatnot, it's not, it's not an early adopter thing anymore. But you legitimately, in a period of time when it was not so much uh, that um, uh, <laughs> fluid in terms of pop culture that – you really did have a foot in both worlds. Yeah. I, well, I, yes. I, I just I just was that kid. I just was that kid. I mean, for the first time I could get my hands on a Stephen King book, like, that was it, you know? And I, I used to draw. I wanted to be a comic book artist when I was a kid. I just, I drew compulsively, like, almost like, okay, kid, like, what the hell is wrong with you? And there were always pictures of these monsters ripping limbs off of human beings and entrails and, (laughs) you know, eating that. And, you know, my father saw the pictures of these crazy monsters and the Stephen King books and thought, my kid's a fucking psycho. So he, like, hid all the books. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I think that really led me to crime. So it was like, okay, let's go. Let's go steal some more and read them, you know? So it was kind of like this, this secret, you know, gorilla thing I had going on for sci-fi and fantasy and comic books and superheroes and um, but I think what happened is you know by the time I got to high school um, 
you know, I, I just I was in you know, I was I was an athlete, so I fit in with the jocks because I was always the captain of the team because I was just you know built like that. But inside, I was always that kid, and uh, and so when acting happened, I think in my mind it was it was really about you have a chance to play a superhero. Like, let's take the little kid and let's hit the gym really hard and try to look like that comic book and then let's see what happens down oh, the line. Oh, the nerd drove the jock. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was like the ner- the nerdy kid was like, come on, man, we got to make this look right and go to drama school so, you, so when you, you, know, you can work with these great directors and do it right and not do a shitty superhero movie because there's nothing worse than shitty superhero <laughs> uh, movies. I mean, yes. it's like literally there's nothing worse. I mean, my top five all-time worst movies are probably... Superhero movies gone bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it hurts me to watch them and makes me angry. Um, and I never, you know, I wanted to make good ones. And so the fact that True Blood came along, and I'm really, you know, playing a superhero, super powered character. Sure, yeah. So it's kind of like my my superhero training wheels. And a good guy, unless anything's <laughs> yeah. changed this last season, which you can't say. <clears throat> oh fucking come on! Oh man. Well, that's what. It, oh man. God damn it. Oh man. <laughs> So I think there's a lot of that. I think that's what I'm what I'm driven by is to then go you know double back and be able to play those characters and do it the right way and look the right way and have it feel the right way. That's good. You know? That's good. I'm tired of trying to figure out if Bill's fucking good or a piece of shit. God B- damn it, Billeth. Billeth. Yeah. Yes, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Billeth. He's yeah. Billeth now. Yeah, he is. Yes. For anyone who hasn't watched, you should catch up because it's soon. Like it's soon. By the time this podcast goes up, it's like in, in two days. You after. need to watch like a season a day right now. Yeah. Like get on it. <laughs> Do it. Which is fun. It's a fun. It's a fun show to. Blast. It's a fun show to. You, you you could you could burn through pretty fast if you have yeah. the if you have the HBO app too. Which I, well, the thing that trips me up about the HBO app is that I just I'm like oh my god I can watch 48 hours all right you know it's just like going and watching all of the comedies that I wanted to watch that I, it's I was like having an I was unlimited like, supply of heroin oh my god so was that was that were, heroin yes it's, it's oh. great right <laughs> that's how you got so big uh, yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> heroin will make you strong kids yeah. <laughs> heroin uh, and peanut butter <laughs> that's, that's all you need just, yeah you and a penis pump really big uh, and a penis pump for TSA did you yeah. do what what was your what what was your pop culture life like aside from comic books when you were growing up like what were your what were your movies uh, growing up as a kid, I mean, it was it was Star Wars, it was GI Joe cartoons, it was He Man, mm-hmm. it was um, oh god, I mean, what else was I into? Uh, there was a short lived series called The Inhumanoids that used to run opposite of Gem. Okay, it was Inhumanoids. There were these monsters that lived beneath. Oh, the that counter program didn't work. I watched Gem. <laughs> they had the Misfits. They were hot. <laughs> uh, Godzilla. Yep. Uh, the old black and white universal horror movies, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. I was always into that stuff. I was always staying up late watching, uh, you know, Tales from the Crypt. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I remember sneaking into the theater to see Pet Cemetery way before I should have snuck in and almost having a near panic attack. When, yeah, that was when a tough the, one. Um, when, when the Achilles kid, heel gets cut. When uh, the kid gets hit by the truck. You don't want to go over there. Yeah. You don't want to go over that hill over there. Yeah. It was it was hard to. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, you just don't want to stay away from that area specifically. Right there. The description of it in the book is hard. Like even just wa- like watching it, the movie. Yeah. You know, although you know, Pet Cemetery as a movie, like it, I thought it was okay. I didn't, I didn't love the movie. I, you I think know, at nine years old, yeah. it was a little like, oh my god, this is like I'm screwed up forever. You know, you know. What it needed was some furlong, and it got it in the sequel. There you go. I guess, uh, uh, yeah, because there, there are so many like. 
if you go back and watch Poltergeist, like I remember being a kid and, and and thinking Poltergeist was the scariest movie I had you know had seen, and then you go back and watch it, and, like, really, and the effects don't they don't they don't hold up as well as you remember. Well, I, I'll tell you the one that really messed me up was David Lynch's Elephant Man. I remember uh-huh. seeing that as a little so kid, crazy. just how how mean they were to him. Yeah. I mean, it was like you know that 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 freaked me out. You know who the executive producer of that movie was Mel Brooks. That was a Brooks film. It's true. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right? Yeah, that is interesting. They made him cut out all the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and all the, songs. Was, all the songs. I'm an elephant man. <laughs> man. Doing what an elephant can. Uh, yeah, that was actually a Mel Brooks movie. He actually he Thank actually you. was a producer on that movie. Yeah. Um, that that movie was uh, was pretty fucked up. Uh, Phantasm fucked me up Phantasm. really hard when I, I was a kid. I, what I was also into all of um, you know all of the Schwarzenegger. Movies, all the sci-fi, the Predator, Terminator, the Conan movies, Running Man, Running Man, Running, oh, Running Man, man. Running I, man. I watched that recently. Still holds up. Oh my god! I mean, it doesn't so really great. hold up, but it holds up. It holds yeah. up yeah. in this fantastic <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, and if you ever go to, if you ever go to the Sony lot in Culver City, that building across the street on, I think the street is Madison, was the building where they, that was the television studio that they used for Running Man. So the oh, shots really? when they're all when they're pulling into that building on the outside and Killian's pulling in, like that's. That's this building across from the Sony really? lot in Culver Shit. City. I love it. Nice. Uh, and so, are you gonna are you gonna write stuff now? Or you, you have you ever thought about doing a comic book? If you want to, yeah. There, well, there's one I grew up with. There's one I actually when I went to return all those comic books that I stole. Oh, for, that's right. Okay, so quickly, fourteen re- years later, quickly tell yeah. that story just in case people didn't see it. Yeah, on so the TV I, show. I so I just I robbed these stores, you know, blind, like just <laughs> just you know without a thought and um, anything I could get. And I remember, you know, I, I remember pulling. I think I got, you know, I got the comics that are in the really valuable ones that are in back of. Oh wow! You know, on the wall, like somehow I had those. Like I had like number ones and number twos. Of, it was very good. Great, yeah, I got good at it. And uh, so, fourteen years later, uh, they were still at my mom's house, and I was going through this period of like, let's let's try to be an adult and clean up all this stuff, and you know. Uh, and so I found them in my mom's closet, and I called up the store, and they were still there. And I went and returned them to the owner, who was still at the store, 14 years later. And like mall security came over, and we were talking about this, on, yeah. yeah, on the Nerdist <clears throat> show. Uh, and so like mall security came over, I was like, "What's going on here?" Because I had this huge, big bag. <laughs> it was gigantic, <laughs> and it was all the you know the great stuff at that time. It was the, you know the Frank Miller Wolverine in Japan, and oh, yeah, yeah. I had the Tard McFarlane Spider Mans, like all of them, and I had uh, God, I had like you know all the Punisher Sicilian Saga, and I mean all that like this really kind of those golden age like awesome Ghost Ghost Rider number two. I, it was just great stuff, and I went and returned them all, and uh, the owner you know looked down. And went you know these are these are these are fucking old and I went I know you know they're yours they belong to you and he went what are you fucking kidding me I went yeah and he goes okay you're absolved I'm like wave this hand he goes, he goes I go, okay and the mall security guy looked at me and just like raised his eyebrows and shrugged and I was like all right I'm out of here and I said oh by the way there's one comic I'm keeping I'm gonna give you the money for it and I paid him for this one and I kept it yeah. and that's the one that I want to make do you, do you not want to say what it is because you want to, you don't want anyone else to make uh, it? Yeah, no, I don't want to say it yet. Okay, I don't think. Okay, Archie. Okay. But there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead. Yeah. You would be yeah, the best so Jughead. I mean, yeah. yeah. No one's done it. <laughs> stay out of Riverdale. Comic books are so hot right now. <laughs> the Rock is Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. 
Get Paul Walker in there somewhere. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yes! I mean, They're racing cars. Yes, yes! <laughs> Fast and the Furious, the Archies. Like, that could be the seventh movie. Because at this point, they doesn't fucking matter what they do. People are going to go see that seventh movie. Totally. Christopher Nolan producing. Oh. We've got a totally new take on Archie. <laughs> We're going to edge It's going to be so edgy. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what's happening in the seventh Fast and the Furious movie? No. I'll spoil the ending oh, yeah. for everybody. Right. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler, Spoiler protector! protector! Oh, yeah. It's up the sequel. So that's he's at the end of the sixth. But uh, well, did you, you find out if that you was? Don't, I don't know. You don't know. What but do you, you think? But what do you, you think? think? It's the guy from Spoiler, Spoiler Protector. Protector. Like they're fucking bridging these two wonderful franchises <laughs> into one happy, happy place. And Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all fall asleep. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> Fresh meat. Don't fall asleep on the wheel. <laughs> Oh, I think that actually no. Was that in one of them? He did kill, it has to be. He killed a new nightmare. I know he killed a guy that was falling asleep at the wheel. I remember yeah. that part. When he comes up from the middle of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. You might be a fun Freddy Krueger, like just as a, as a, as a as Let's like do to, it. to mix it up. I'm, yeah. I'm into it. It's like it, it's it'll be it'll definitely be better than the last one. <laughs> not, <laughs> Which what was the last? Was, it should have been great. It was Jackie Earl Haley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as yeah, Freddy yeah. Krueger, right, right, right. and they just they made it too like that character just need it needs a little bit of camp, and I think they just made him too serious yeah too edgy <laughs> they, they tried you know like they just tried to make it too even new nightmare was pretty good because we new were nightmare totally fine with the fact that he molested and murdered children because he made jokes that, that movie was also produced by mel brooks uh this time uh, there were no checks and balances he got to do what he really wanted to do with it there was no david lynch to say That's no i don't think we should do that he's so likable uh, yeah hand knives i've got these hand knives okay again we can't put music in this movie yeah. That's what they should do. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't started sapping all of the horror movies to just like make Broadway shows. Like if they, if they made Spider-Man turn off the dark, like why couldn't they make a Nightmare on Elm Street musical? Completely. It starts with kids singing "One Two, Freddy's Coming for You," yeah. and you just go. You go from there. Huge around Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so you could do it for a month. Just one, yeah, millions of dollars. And then, and then this never giant again. hand like the size of the stage rises up. <laughs> oh, like dancers on top of the fingers. Uh, each, it's the boiler room. Each finger has like has rockette like, legs underneath yeah. it. it. It's a showgirl with a knife <laughs> yeah, on exactly. her head. Like, exactly. And then I next year we'll be at the Tonys with NPH. It. It's going to be great. I love it. God, he fucking crushes it every year. He's great. Too it bad no one better. watches. They do too watch. The Tonys. Nobody watches they the Tonys. They do watch the Tonys. You just think that because you were on Twitter. They, they, they do watch the Tonys. <laughs> I think they do All right. The I'll Tonys. find the ratings out right <laughs> now. All right. Get the overnight. <laughs> Guarantee you more people see Talking Dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a, a very cable. popular show, man. I mean, you so know, now, so now, what, what, what were like your pop cultures? Like, what, what was your, what was your thing? I was all it was, it was sci-fi and comedy. So it was, um, I like all the movies that you described. I liked, you know, like your Dragon Slayers and Crawl and like all those movies. Mm. But then I also, you know, the if, if when I was younger, if you were to ask me what my tops were, it would have been like Caddyshack, Fletch, Ghostbusters, Animal House, right? Um, you um. know. Yeah. They would have been it would have been all comedies and then mixed in with some of the some of the sci-fi stuff. But you were you said you're you're like what are you what are you 34? 36. 36. Yeah. So like uh, there's uh, there's kind of a bridge in the gap here between us all like with cuz yeah. you were talking about like being 9 when you saw Pet Cemetery. I think I was uh, I think I was not, I was some really wickedly inappropriate age. Yeah. And that's it's, what's crazy is that everyone I grew up with like you know like I don't know how but we all saw rated our movies in the theaters like the whole the Nobody whole cares. Yeah, back then. Care. Yeah, like, you, want, you want oh, some beer dad over there. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. They're stricter now than they were at the Oh yeah, you got to show an ID now. <clears throat> yeah, then they didn't really fucking I think it's like yeah. just lawsuits. You know, back then I was like don't 
sue anybody. I got ID. I got ID you know? for buying a DVD of The Devil's Advocate in like 1998. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. I just think they wanted to get a log of who was actually yeah. buying. I just want to make sure you're a real person big, buying this DVD. Yeah. Big Pacino fan had to. <laughs> Did the person behind the counter was like, now just to play the Devil's Advocate, are you sure you want this movie? That was at um, Webhead Comics in Wakefield, Massachusetts. You want me to do my sister? Yeah. Whoa. The presidents are surfers? Do it! <laughs> do it! I'm the devil! Okay. It's ah. a good Bill Hader. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Juju bees. So do you have you so this this comic, this thing that you're working on, have you been working on the script or is it just sort of like it's in the back of your head and you I mean, I, I, I sat down and wrote a treat before it and started, you know, formulating what I would do. I even talked to the guy who created it. And started kind of building a relationship God, with there, him. I know there's a room in your so house that's Batman. behind a bookcase that's just like fucking drawings everywhere and story arcs. and mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I mean, you know, when the time is right, the time is right. Because yeah. I mean, like I said, there's only so much I can do right now. Right. It's, it's more about, you know, once the show's over, then okay, then, then what are we going to do here? Do people, do, do you have the ability, I mean, like... You know, when people see you on the show and they, you know, they, they maybe they make an assumption. They go, oh, that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a hunky actor guy. And then you go, no, I'm actually smart and I really have these ideas. Do you, do you find that they pay? I mean, like, have you ever <laughs> suffered because of your looks and people not taking you seriously for being a, an intelligent Oh, I think guy? people think I'm this roided up meathead. For sure. Because that's what they see. You know, Matt, especially the past, like, three or four years. It's true blood, shirt off, big country dude running around in the woods. Yeah. Like, you know. Magic Mike, like GHB drinking, <laughs> male stripper, shirt off. in a G-string, shirt off, you know, and then, you know, what to expect when you're expecting, like shirtless dude in the park doing chin-ups. I mean, this is just kind of what's unfolded, and yeah. you just go with it, because, you know, you ride the horse the direction it's going, you just, okay, these are great projects with great people, and I'm going to do it, and that's awesome, but it's like one side. I mean, I remember being on, on set one day, it was funny, and... and uh you know, one of the castmates turned to me and went, so, like, did you grow up on a farm? Or, like, what, you know, and I'm like, no, I grew up in, like, 90210 suburbia. Like, you know, like, come on, man. So I think it's, it's funny that people see that. And, um, you know, but this fall, I'm going to do streetcar at Yale. Oh, wow. Oh, fun. So, you know, but that's... Humble oh, could, you t- could you take your shirt off? God damn it. Yeah, she does take my take a shirt off God in the play. Damn it. Yeah. So it's you like, have to tear it off you know. and yell Stella. Yeah. Just like Flanders. <laughs> 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 Yeah, just, and then you sing. Yeah, <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go do that. But I, which is funny because I think people go, "Oh wow, well he's gonna do." That's what I was doing for like 15 years before all of this stuff happened. So right. it's funny that you know I, I, I thought I was doing fantastic work for those 15 years that no one gave a shit about until the pants came off and then all of a sudden their shirt. You know, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, it's just kind of like a funny. It's just funny how it went. That's a tale as old as Hollywood itself. Hmm. No one cares. So I would say older. I would say even older. (laughs) Yeah, the oldest profession in the world. Listen, if we could, if we, if we had the ability to use that, (laughs) the shirts would be off all the time. If we looked anything like that, we would have our shirts. That's pretty dope. I don't. (laughs) Oh God, what's wrong with my mirrors? I do. The only thing I do like about this is my abs have no definition. (laughs) Oh my god! Which Still a little is, bit of curve which there, is and I love the I love they the Back it. to the Future painting. Oh yeah, isn't that great? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone that's so that's like my favorite. I mean, for fuck's sake, Jonah wears a shirt in the pool. I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't? I do. Yeah. Wait, you guys don't guy. do that? No, it's because my skin. I don't want to get burned. Yeah, and my skin reacts weird to <laughs> my skin reacts weird to lotions. Oh, that's weird. My skin reacts weird to shame. <laughs> that's why I wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the feeling of wet clothes. 
sticking to when me. When I was a kid, I know when nothing I, when else. I was a packet, I would like have to like act like I fell in the pool and be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go with it." Real sad. Real <laughs> yeah. sad that was your gambit every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't go to too many, so it worked. It wasn't like a constant thing. I need to know what are the struggles of a young athletic kid growing up. That was definitely not. Well, I will say this: when you know, I was I was good at sports, but. My strength, let's say, like I would hit kids hard. I was captain of the teams. But when it came to like quantifiable strength, like bench press, pull-ups, I remember us, you know, in football in like junior high, like or, or maybe it was going into ninth grade, there were they sat us all on either side of this hallway with a dip bar in the middle, mm-hmm. which looks like this medieval oh, yeah, torture yeah. kind of device with the bars. And, everything. and so they said, uh, you know, one by one, we all got called up to do dips. And I thought, Psh, I got this, you know. Get up there, and I couldn't do one. Oh, wow. And I went and lowered it again and tried to do it again, and I, I, I couldn't do one. And so, you know, I couldn't do one pull-up. So I was good at sports, but I was also a kid who just didn't – he was built like a stick. And yeah. just didn't have that, that type of strength. And so uh, something in me just got really angry about it and swore that, like, I'm going to figure this out. And uh, there was a history teacher at my high school who – apparently was pulling the kids who were getting picked on or the kids that were, you know, not making sports teams. And he would take them and he trained bodybuilders in the seventies and had a gym in his garage with all these like old Nautilus equipment and free weights and stuff. And he would take, he should play the Freddy rest Kruger. of this story <laughs> is not going to fly. The rest I was about of to say, story. This was definitely a product of the times. Yeah. <laughs> Once again. Yeah. Never happened. Uh, yeah. I open a, what's the big deal? I open a gym in my house and I have some of the teens. I over. only have one rule. No shirts. Yeah. I bring out the water. It all works out. Yeah. Everyone gets a little spritz. Yeah. It's, uh, everybody's oh, picture fine. time, picture yeah. time, everybody. And we drink this like iced tea before we worked out. Yeah. And then I'd wake up afterwards <laughs> what was in that funny iced tea oh my tea? god <laughs> did we Jesus work out dude. yeah yeah you're, you're great yeah, you don't I, I, I feel sore uh, yeah uh, oh you worked out just fine <laughs> <laughs> as the garage is closing <laughs> oh god uh, so, so then we just turned we just turned into such a sweet story <laughs> about a words. teacher Look. not only is he a teacher but he's like pulling in kids he's helping doing, kids he's yeah. helping Joe realize. nothing happened <laughs> do you hear me nothing happened oh god he's really defensive I <laughs> uh, so uh, know so this guy like literally was taking the, the this, you know the scrawny kids in high school and turning them into monsters like bigger than the kids on the teams I think he had just had like kind of a fuck you to the coaches and kind of the establishment and had better techniques than the coaches and was like I'll show you you know I'll show them and uh, so we trained these kids and they were huge and one of them was a really good friend of mine uh, who was was a nerdy kid we were like the nerd we were the ne- nerds together he was like my yeah. nerd buddy growing up and he went on to get his he finished um, he finished his masters in four years at stanford and then went to mit for his phd and now he's teaching at duke and what a dick uh, wow. yeah and i'm like fucking running around naked in the woods <laughs> as this like asshole werewolf like come on dude you know like uh, i just i just shake my head and look down at the ground when i see him i'm like oh. <laughs> you so you still the wolf guy yeah yeah what are you uh, what are you doing changing yeah, the world cool. Yeah, what are you uh, doing? Well, we're working on this predator suit that uh, the <laughs> troops can act. It helps, you know, like we're working on drones. That, uh, yeah, but when right. that guy goes to TSA, they're not like, ooh, someone went to MIT. <laughs> yeah. No one's looking at his dick at they're TSA. Not- <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got that going for me. So I got that going for me. Yeah, well, the, no, no, the pool, the pool's nice. The pond, nice. pond is <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's good. Either one, you know. Total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. God. Um, now, that mo- a movie like Caddyshack, I just don't think. Could ever, you know, it just something about it where it was 
kind of self-aware, but not too self-aware. Like, it just hit the sweet spot. It was just somebody having the guts to line everybody up and just go do what you do. Like, you do what you do, you do what you do, and I'm just going to be over here. Do that thing you do, do that. Yeah. And then that was it, and I'm just going to go over here. And Roddy, just do that thing, and here, like, take a bump and go do that. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) I'm going to turn the camera on and just go. I mean, kind of, I think. That movie must have been, they must have filled the sand traps on the golf course with Coke. Oh my God! It's, yeah, it's genius. That movie's so like uh, unbelievable. Ghostbusters is. An, I, I got to meet Ivan Reitman, and he uh, once again Golden Handcuffs. He cast me as the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in his football movie. Yep. And then I couldn't do it because I couldn't get three days off. Oh, to go do it. They want to give you three days? No, because they can't do the schedule ahead of time. So I had to drop oh. out. Oh. I mean, it was. And God bless <laughs> Ivan. I mean, Ivan called me on the phone and was like, hi, this is Ivan Reitman. I'm like, hi, Ivan. You know, and he's like, what can we do to do this? And how can we do this? And it was like, oh, please, I think it just please, kills you. Please help me. <laughs> please, please help me, Ivan Reitman. <laughs> well, we talked, I mean, our, my whole meeting with Ivan Reitman, I mean, because I just worked with Arnold. So we talked kindergarten cop, we talked twins, and then we talked Ghostbusters for an hour and you know one of his producing partners was like okay we gotta we gotta move Ivan you know and it was like no no yeah. no but wait hold on hold on hold on so so Slimer like how did you you know so. uh, god damn it he probably just <laughs> it, oh man I know it's like Ivan Ryman man I mean that's it I mean that was it I mean when I was a kid I mean I, I could quote Ghostbusters backwards and forwards and twins and kindergarten comp I mean the more, it was some of the one of the biggest joys of Working with Arnold was going into the makeup trailer in the morning and trying to get him talking about kindergarten cops. That's you know? so great. Just getting him to do the lines, you know? Listen, and I think, if anything, he was probably happy to talk about <laughs> he was that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> someone toys someone, back to someone the wasn't cop, talking but... about his family. Like, yeah. it's like, just start talking about the movies. That was on TV the other day. It, just, it had just started, and I just I was like, oh, kindergarten cop, I haven't seen this. And then all of a sudden, the movie was ending. I was like, oh, I just watched kindergarten cop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. a fucking great movie. Oh, yeah. it's, great. Just, <laughs> it's just one of those movies that you just don't even realize it sucks you in immediately. It's just yeah. so fun to watch. So classic yeah what did you do with arnold we did a movie called well it's called sabotage that comes out in january this crazy you know david ayer the guy who did end of watch oh right training yeah. day Fun, and yep. all that end of really watch. intense movie intense so you know the scene in end of watch where the the feds come up the ice guys come up and they're like you guys just kick the fucking hornet's nest and get out of here yeah. and you don't know who you're fucking with and uh those guys those are the feds our movie is basically those guys oh wow so we're the dea who gets sent in to break up uh mexican cartel Strong, strong houses. You know, is it going to be uh, shot in the same way? Or it's yeah, it's really like, so it's great. Like it looks like um, I just did ADR and, and got to see something. It looks like 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 Chopper, like oh, Romper fuck. Stomper, like it yeah. looks like some kind of like gritty Australian oh, fuck. fucked up movie about this gang that works for the government. Romper Stomper. And we're all Romper like, Stomper's a nice ref. So covered long. like yeah. I mean Sam Worthington's uh, bald with this chin beard that's like a foot long braided with like these crazy like um like white power tattoos on his head i mean it's like really gritty because we're all undercover in gangs yeah like, so we all look like psycho criminals there's a rapper stopper reference yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> you know it, that's it's just nuts. totally fucking off the wall crazy <laughs> that sounds, yeah it was it's nuts uh, it's awesome was way into end of watch I, was, I watched it on a plane. It was like afterwards I fucking had to take a break. Yeah. It's, it's just so intense. So well, cool. I worked with all those guys for about four months, and we trained for about two, two and a half months before we started shooting, like every day, all day. 
Like in the morning, I was powerlifting. Then I was going to do MMA, stand up and ground fighting. Then I was going to the gun range with the sheriff's department. Then I was having like almost like classroom meetings with uh, like the guy who End of Watch is based on. Those are all one guy's stories. Oh, so I sat fuck. down with him and got all those stories from him. He gave me books to read. We talked about cases. We talked about Jesus. And then I that sounds great. And then I was doing ride-alongs, which was really where crazy i i can't really oh, okay. i'm not supposed to yeah, i yeah. can say that you know but i like don't want to get this way somewhere bad yeah. that's very close to here oh, that way. <laughs> frighteningly close yeah, to yeah, right like there, where we yeah. live yeah. yeah uh and the you're probably talking I... about you're probably talking about right here at fairfax and santa <laughs> and sunset because that bristol farms oh, is, is like have it's, you ever tried uh, the park there oh, i mean oh the God. parking is crazy God, might as well be a trader joe's at that point <laughs> <laughs> Your ride along is just a Trader Joe's yeah. parking lot. And it's just it's the most intense thing that ever happened in my yeah. life. No, there's like no spots. There's like no spots. Kid, you know how to use this? Okay, it's going to be right between the seat cushions. Just in, I'm just, God forbid, just in case. You don't wear a vest when you go to Bowl in Bristol Farms? No, man, if it's my time, it's my time. Let's go get some Diet Coke. You know how fast those rotisseries This Whole Foods spin. doesn't fucking have it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, they say that asparagus is organic, but that shit ain't, man. They're out of hummus. Right. Get down. Get down. <laughs> so with the with the training and then the mm-hmm. shooting, that was like your entire time off from uh, True Blood? For that? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I yeah. mean, it pretty much started uh, like right after Comic-Con. I went straight into training, and then we shot all the way through till December. And then I went to Tahiti. Nice. <laughs> Just for yeah. vacation? Just to try to come out of character like a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. It was really weird. Like friends of mine were like, What is wrong with you? People. You know, okay. what is like what's like are you like why are you so serious? Like what, what the I used to be able on, to sell you know? cocaine in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Now <laughs> you really changed. Now you only Joe. buy a little bit. <laughs> why are you making me cover my white power tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> Change, man. <laughs> it is. Well, it's it also your character that's in a character, which is kind of that's like a weird. That's got to be weird. Super for the weird. Brain. It is weird because yeah, I think it, and especially for you know when I talk to the guys that actually do it, it is weird and it does affect them and their personal lives do suffer. There's just no way around it. Yeah, you know, it's how do you come home after that? You know, I mean, I talked to some of one of these guys and he said that you know, in 23 years he never had a conversation with his wife about what he did. You know, because you, you can't. I mean, it's like, I mean, yeah. Utah, end of watch. I mean, there's like, you're finding heads and corpses yeah. and body parts and, and, and just some of the stuff that was explained to me, the way these guys do. I mean, just the stories about what they did when they captured like a rival cartel member's girlfriend. And I mean, like what happened? I mean, it's, it's so incredibly fucked. Like Wes Craven couldn't have come up with this shit. You know, yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no way. It's, it's, it's probably the emotional equivalent of what happens to wrestlers when they get older. But emotionally, it's just like just like shot after shot after shot after shot. And then eventually, I don't know how. I mean, I would imagine that you, you are the Iron Sheik. And that's the only way you can be. <laughs> you are ravishing Rick Rude yeah. in all capital letters on your driver's license. You are the warrior. <laughs> when the spaceship lands, yeah. I will take the championship belt back to Barcelona. <laughs> I just don't yeah. know how you either. They're all so fucked. They're all so fucked. You either would yeah, have to. Brother, yeah, let me tell you something. Hard with, yeah. We're the Macho Man. Dude, that's what you got to do. You got to play Macho Man. In If they have, if there's a script for a Macho Man movie, 
I'm it. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that that can't happen. The story of Randy Papa. That was an incredibly good macho. Yeah, man. Really tell good. us to snap yeah, into a slim jam. Something yeah. yeah, when I drop the scepter in the spine, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do something all those Hulkamaniacs saying the prayers, eating them vitamins, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's the hand motion and the snap character. into it. Yeah. <laughs> Bone saws ready. <laughs> And you know how fucking amazing it would be if you played him in the movie and then you got to be in Spider-Man again in the scene, but you're playing him? He's so meta, bro. Fucking yeah. And then they got yeah. a me to show up the set. Well, I showed up the set and met Macho Man that day because he was my favorite wrestler. And I was like, I got to meet him. So I came in. I wasn't working that day, but I, they brought me in to meet him. And, you know, my character's name is Flash. So someone introduced me as, hey, this is Joe, and he plays Flash. He goes, yeah, Slash. <laughs> and I go, hey, hi. And literally, it was amazing. He stood there, and there was a blonde woman with very beautiful, very voluptuous blonde woman mm. uh, squirting lube into her hands <laughs> and lubing him, just keeping him slicked and lubed. At all times. Through the whole conversation. <laughs> Don't dry and so I'm talking to him and I'm just like, man, you know, I really just, you know, I think the the wrestling changed after WrestleMania Five when the Mega Powers exploded, and I just don't think it was the same after that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, he knows what's up, yeah." <laughs> and like, she's just lubing and lubing, and it was really fucking weird because there's another person standing right there. So you you want to change focus and include her in the conversation, but she never looked up once. Invisible, like this even, is your job, even to him. Lube, yeah, like, lube yeah. me. Did he offer you any? You want some of this? He's like, yeah, bro, get up on this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get his album? You know, you put out an album. Oh, yeah. Man. This is my favorite story anyone's ever told. <laughs> <me before. laughs> like, ever. The Macho Man. I mean, it was I was like... just watching him the other night. The, just a, you know, obviously a YouTube clip of him and Mean Gene. and uh, <laughs> yeah. Good burgers Mean Gene has. Just, he would just spin around. He and like He was back. like so high at this point. Yeah. Like, it was incredible, and he still did a great job of being macho. Man. I can't believe Elizabeth married him. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. I can totally. He he's a comic genius. That man's a genius. <laughs> he's brilliant. I mean, I think it's you're talking about the, if you, if you YouTube macho man on coke. It's probably Like, it. like an it's interview comes it. up with like yeah. however many million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's him like, oh, yeah, I mean, gee. And he talks with his back the whole yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he keeps like, spinning around. And he's like, yes. He's like, well, you know. Macho, so okay. And then Macho's like walking away. He walks off camera, and you just hear him off camera going, The interview's over. <laughs> yes, like, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> well, there you have it, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, Gene, let me tell you something. Yeah. He, Macho Man, how do you feel about Hulk Hogan and Miss Elizabeth? Hulk Hogan, I don't think much about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there with the lovely Elizabeth in my corner, yeah. <laughs> he played uh, uh, our friend Carlos. Carlos did this cartoon on Nickelodeon called The X's, and he cast Macho Man just to, as a villain just because he wanted to work with him. And he was like, yeah. he's amazing. You don't give him any line readings. He just puts the weirdest intonations on stuff. Like if you wanted him to say like, uh, hey, I found a puppy, he'd go, hey, I found a puppy. Like he would put the intonations in the weirdest places that they could never tell him. Well, that bone saw is ready. It's like, bone saw is ready. Like, there's an up crazy note. Let me just... He always, I was always afraid he was going to pop. Like, he always looked like he was going to pop. Guard, is this, this man, what was that? Gene Okerling right here is a crime, pal. Yeah, Rolls Royce. I'm very Top serious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm reading uh, yesterday's newspaper. <laughs> Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here. Well, on the outside will be no factory, because I am ready, and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man, freak out! Final champion of the world, Macho Man nothing Randy. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Nothing. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, he has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney. And let me point to the president. I am the cream. <laughs> living in a nightmare and i am the queen i'm on my way and nothing is gonna stop me nobody does it better here's a- <laughs> nobody the does creamer. it better the- yeah. he was referencing yeah. he was referencing the spy who loved me yeah. oh my yeah. god he goes on and the beat goes on <laughs> yes cup of coffee and the beat goes on cup of coffee yeah. <laughs> how how aware do you think he was holy shit oh he they said they said they uh went to pick him up on spider-man they went to pick him up at the airport dressed like that like he was he came off the plane la- that way he was just that guy oh, he talks God. that way all the time it was i mean that was just his thing you just i guess those guys just become that yeah that's really it's weird though because it's like you know the, if like when you're putting together a character macho man randy savage there's not much to that there's not much you can pull for a character work and then he created this just psycho oh my just God. a psychotic man it's have, the best have you seen uh what is it the 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 rise and fall of the ultimate warrior that documentary yes uh, yeah. i watched that yeah. it's when they compile all yes. of his speeches yes. that make no sense whatsoever he was really out there oh that guy God. that's a guy who i don't know what his roids were laced with but it <laughs> did, he, did he become like a born again Something like recently, something happened. I don't know, to him. but he he has a camp called Warrior Camp. Well, he'll teach you how to wrestle, which I really fucking want to go. <laughs> we, <laughs> will, totally. we will send you for the YouTube channel. Oh, we would send you. you guys need to go. Warrior Camp. I'll go with you. Yeah, let's we'll go. Both go yeah, I think it's funnier if I think it's funnier if you do it than he does it. He'll be good at it. Well, that I mean, was kind of my dream when together. I was a kid. Definitely, my, I remember my mother when I was a little kid asking me what I wanted to be, and according to her, I said I either want to be. Uh, a professional wrestler or a pimp. <laughs> but then, then that's when you figured out your, re- your professional wrestler's character. The pimp. <laughs> totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, that would be it. I could be the slickster. Yeah, and you just have a huge fucking coat that all the ton of girls are holding on oh, behind. Yeah, you. man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That is uh, here's the ultimate warrior. Bring it on, Mean Gene. June says the Rock. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it's got a commercial yeah, for the Rock. Yeah. Is this the one about the plane? No, this the pilots the have made their sacrifice. This is The Rock's <laughs> reality show, which is on TNT. What? Yeah. I will take the plane into a nosedive. <laughs> we'll wait for this to finish up, but it looks like people are on buildings and stuff. In it's this. a commercial for The Rock about yeah. but, uh, over a clip of The Rock. So, well, it's not The Rock. It's going to be Ultra Warrior, but I mean, they know their market. But it's kind of like... This is good. I mean, what is, is that like Fear Factor without eating bugs? Pretty much, but like getting ripped. Also, probably. <laughs> I'll take that. Beating down. the shit out of bugs. Take a gene. All right, I thank you very much, Vince McMahon. I've got to pose some of the questions to you, Ultimate Warrior. So that brown. Vince just discussed with the World He's Wrestling Coco. Federation champion, Hulk Hogan. First of all, what happened tonight? Ultimate what Warrior. What happened tonight was already written, Hulk Hogan. It was written a long time ago when the warriors that came before me and you. Yes, I'll do it. Now, what we must do is beyond us, Hulk Hogan. I stood with my back to you, Hulk Hogan. And I knew you would not come. But, Hulk Hogan, when I looked into your eyes, I saw walls. Walls filled with fear. Fear the red dick for you, Hulk 
Hogan at Royal Rumble. I needed no friends. I needed no partners. Every man stands by himself like the <laughs> ultimate warrior. Always has. But Hulk Hogan, you still do not understand. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, why do I feel like that if that guy were in an acting class, no matter what he'd seen, he would still be. And it's great yeah. every time. Remember when I told you you didn't kill, but you didn't care when I said I killed my that's wife? Just, that's just Nick Cage acting. That's <laughs> that all is, that, that is. That is, yeah. He's the soul yeah. of, you know, the every soul of Nick Cage. Every choice. Every choice. I heard. To be or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question <laughs> I am asking you. Hulk Hogan. Oh, this, is, this is what we have to do. This is what we oh. have to do with you. We have to figure out how to make the Macho Man movie with you as Macho Man. How to capitalize. Oh, it would be a period piece about the 80s with yeah. me as Randy Poffo, a.k.a. I, Macho Man. I, and it's just called Savage. So. Oh, oh, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's I can't, perfect. How do we do this? I can't watch. Or Macho. Man, no, no, savage, 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 savage. Why did you just shit on the reaction we got from Jonah's brilliant name and try to change it? I don't know. Savage I was just is the way to go. Spitballing. You're bro. right. I was spitballing. Savage is the way to go. I'm so excited about this. Oh my god, it'd be all incredible. Right. Here's what we'll do. All the guys you cast, all the old wrestlers. I, no, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write a trailer for this fake movie, and I'm gonna have you be in it. Done. Done. Well, you, you'll you do know it. Who comes oh my god! Is uh, but we need to cast. Like, yeah, we'll we'll oh my, get it. We're right. gonna get. We'll the talk right to cast. you. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper those. comes here a lot. What? Yeah. Well, he's too old to play himself. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. But we'll still we'll still figure who it else? out. We need a young Miss Elizabeth. We need a young Hogan. Right. Yeah. Yep. We obviously. need we need a young leaping Lenny. His brother oh, yeah. ran. Uh, his brother Lenny Poffo, the genius. Well, we'll, we'll put uh, you know uh, CM Punk. We can we can we, make him someone we can else. Cast these guys because yeah. he's a, that's going to cost a lot of money to airbrush out his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make up, make up. You just say we'll do it. It's a different time. We need a young junkyard dog. Oh, no, I'm, on I'm on it. Young Jesse the body. I'm on it. Oh yeah, James Adomian. Let me tell you something, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell word. you something, Gorilla. <laughs> Their shit makes Cambodia look like Kansas. You should play all of them. That was from a political speech, <laughs> I think, that line. I remember when we were shooting this movie with Arnold, one of my favorite moments ever was us crammed onto this uh, scaffold. Like, we were, we were outside of this uh, shitty, you know, apartment in, in, like, the hood, and we were getting ready to film this, this scene, and we're all crammed onto this fire escape, and it's me and, like, Sam Worthington and Terrence Howe. We're all, like, crammed back, ran back. Arnold, he's breaking down the door, and we're you know cramped and waiting for them to yell rolling. And I just said, "This shit makes Cambodia look like Kansas." And Arnold went, and Arnold turned around, and they go, "We're rolling." And Arnold turns and looks at me and goes, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." Oh, <laughs> fucking awesome! And me and Worthington, and they go, "Action!" And me and Worthington look at each other, and we're like, yeah, with these huge machine guns, and we're like, "Yes!" Why would you guys come in the room smiling? I don't think it works for the character. You're just you look like little kids. These are now two of my favorite stories ever told on the Nerdist podcast. That's well, and then I had a line where I'm yelling, you know, in a scene with Arnold, and I had this line that was, you know, I'm yelling bullshit, you know, at him. Yeah. And I couldn't help but go, oh, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, you know, like the way in Predator when he grabs Carl yeah. Weathers. Oh, my God. You set us up. You know, and how did he respond? Uh, well, no, I mean, we were in character, but afterwards I was just like, I couldn't help but That's great. He, uh, that sounds like a good movie for him. Yeah, I can't in. wait oh, it's great. for this. He's super gritty. He's got a neck tattoo. And, That's I mean, awesome. It's really, like, dark. How's he? Does he still move real good? Or uh, Yeah, man. How old is he now? 65. He, he still works out every day. He's still, really? he's still pretty cut. Killing it, I mean, man. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Which all which gives me hope. You know, like when I see guys who are in their 60s and they still look like they're pretty. Like someone just posted a, there was a picture on Reddit of Harrison Ford oh, with his yeah. shirt off. Oh yeah, He's 70. Fucking amazing. And he's fucking cut. Yeah. He's cut. He has abs. He has fucking abs, and he like, looks fantastic. <laughs> just fucking get high and work out every day. That could happen to you too. <laughs> I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> that's true. You just all you have to do is get high, work a fly a helicopter. Done. Mm, we done. determined that heroin done. earlier in heroin the podcast. Heroin and peanut is butter really the way will to get go. you jacked. Oh, see, this this went in such a great direction because I was about to go down this path of you were talking about these guys who worked these jobs that you were talking about, and I was saying like emotionally they're like wrestlers, which is I think where we got oh. off on the one. Of Male the best- strippers are really like professional wrestlers. <laughs> I swear to you, they like knee high, like leather boots with it. like trunks on and bright colors. Good point. I mean, literally, it's like, and you do a routine, so you play this character. Yeah, it's so. Uh, pro wrestling, but just kind of a solo routine versus it's 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 like ravishing Rick Rude. Like he was kind of the bridge between male stripping and professional wrestling. <laughs> so I could just get one pair of those pants. But, totally, yeah. but aging, but aging male strippers. Hit the music. <laughs> <laughs> aging male. I'm gonna strippers. show all you greasy <laughs> <laughs> sweat hogs sitting on the couch at home. Turn away so I can show the ladies a body that is truly ravishing. Hit the music. He's another one of those wrestlers with like two uh, adjectives. There's ravishing and there's rude. His name is just Rick. Ravishing Rick. I'm telling you, Joe, this podcast may be like the greatest audition you've ever had in your life. (laughs) For the WWE. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, though. This is so fucking fantastic. Hey, if The Rock still comes back and wrestles every time a movie's coming out. Dude, I'm telling you. you. I mean, I gotta, like, I can't wait. Like, in and the WWE is has been talking to me about like, you know, when are you coming and hosting wrestling? And I'm like, just let me do the movie with Arnold. Like, let me get that in the can. I'm gonna come in. Like, my only thing, my only like request is that I get to hit somebody with the chair. And they're oh, like, yeah. done. Oh, it's done. Yeah. And oh. I talked to Kevin Nash about bringing the Wolf Pack back. Yeah. The NWO <laughs> Wolf Pack. <laughs> it's a full moon tonight, brother. <laughs> this is all wheelhouse for me. I love it. <laughs> uh, so are you going to do it or are you going to turn up? Hell yeah. Are you kidding? I'm getting like my old red NWO shirt out. Are you <laughs> kidding? I'm all over this. Nash, bro, we got to go. Oh, my God. Let's do this. See, so the Golden Handcuffs get Razor job. Ramon. This is amazing. What the hell is Scott They're trying to rebuild them. They're trying to rebuild them. There's a kick. They have the technology. There's a, no, there's a, I'm not kidding. There was a Kickstarter. I don't know if it was successful or not, but like for like Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash to like help Scott Nash, uh, Scott Hall, uh, Scott Hall, Scott Hall. Uh, like he's off of his painkillers. He's really fucked up right now and old and kind of yeah. big. So they're trying to like get him back into shape. Oh my god! So there was a Kickstarter to do that, and uh, I don't know if it was successful, but. So this is what's going to happen. So to start, we're going to shoot the fake trailer <laughs> yeah, for the movie Savage. Savage. Yeah. Ooh, with Joe. Can, do you think we could get the okay from WWE? I bet we could. We could. We can just shoot it as a parody. Yeah, I know. Like we, but hey, if we got Vince, their help, Vince we could likes open publicity, up the man. Vince likes publicity. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I don't know what the reality is, but one of us at this table's company was bought by a big film company. Right. <sighs> Thanks, guys. It's been really exciting. <laughs> Congratulations, Jonah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that Carolco had such interest in. Mm-hmm. What you were doing? <laughs> they moved from Terminator. <laughs> we got Terminator back. 
Got We've been it. looking at you for the new liquid. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch the shit out of this to every, anyone who will listen. I'm gonna yeah. pitch the shit out of this to anyone who will listen. So uh, I'll so, write a trailer. So you write you'll write the trailer. Yeah. Uh, we'll make it easy. We'll, we could shoot it in one day, so it doesn't. And we'll shoot it around your schedule, and then we'll just get a sense of what it'll what it'll look like in a world. <laughs> <laughs> one man. Named Joe Manganiello plays every wrestler behind every great wrestler is a savage. <laughs> oh. oh, you've already savage. written the log line. You've done. You just did the goddamn trailer voiceover. You've done everything. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's kind of happening. I'll email you a draft. <laughs> yeah, like next week. Matt's not going to sleep now. It. He's not going to fucking I'm sleep. All over it. Oh my god, this is very exciting. We can recreate. Yeah, we'll totally. We'll oh totally. my god, we'll get a ring. Paul Shear, maybe, maybe I like it. I, I don't like know, it. man. You had a good Mean Gene going on there, right? Maybe I should. Maybe just, you should. We'll you just, just keep the mustache. It. We'll just bald cap. You'd have to, who's no, Lord just, Alfred Hayes, <laughs> dude? You Sticklets. You're telling me you wouldn't <laughs> shave your head for this? Just down the middle, you wouldn't just shave the top part of your head I for this? It's got too many divots. I look like I have Down syndrome. I've okay. made it once. All, All right, that took mm. a weird turn. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 well, how do we recover from this one? <laughs> do the voices again, Joe. Do the voices. I can't. I Remember can't. A second ago, we were all laughing. And I can't stop thinking about the tibbets. I can't stop thinking. No, the Myra effect. Hey, fuck you hey, guys. Hey, you're adorable. <laughs> no, you're going to. That's no, the Myra method. Happen. Remember the Myra happen. method? Oh, that the was, book I'm still going to write. That was eventually. your, anti, your anti-motivational yeah. book. Uh, <laughs> it's perfect. We're, we're going to do this. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm into it. Uh, so what's next? Now you're, you've got you got True Blood, and then you're done in a, probably in a couple of weeks, I would imagine. In a, yeah, like a month, monthish, less than a month. Few and, weeks and then and then what? After you shoot the Savage trailer, and then after that, <laughs> after that, I got to finish my book, which comes out in December. What do you want your book? I have a book deal with Simon and Schuster. They asked me to write the like the cutting edge book of fitness. Oh wow! <gasps> okay, so nice. fitness tips. I I, I I I enjoy fitness. It's a blueprint how to. Like from whatever level you're at, like just this is how, how you about do this it. This level, to, buddy. This is how you do it. To All be right. honest, this, this was my plan to only ask you questions about fitness. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it's just literally from the ground from the the, the guy, the, the skinny kid in high school who couldn't do one pull up, one dip. This is this is how you do it. Are you this the is... new Charles Atlas? Don't let them kick sand in your face. <laughs> More like, like Jack Palance or something. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, Jack, Jack Lane. Jack Lane. I'm going to swim with this boat behind me from Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull 38 buses because I'm 87. <laughs> is there also uh, is there like uh, diet nutrition stuff in there, or is it just diet nutrition, cardio, how the muscles work, uh, and a lot of it is the psychology behind it? Because you know, I, I think a lot of people set goals and don't achieve them. And well, why? What's well, keeping you from that? And you know, for me, like there were people that you know, I shook my finger a lot and was like, that guy's on fucking roids and fuck that guy, and he has the right genetics, and I just you know, it was, everything was a reason why that. That guy had, was born with something or doing something, and and um, you know I was a guy who wasn't born with those genetics, and I've never touched a steroid, and never touched a human growth hormone or anything, you know. And so this is like how you do it naturally. From if you can't well, do a fairness, pull up, we're going to teach you how to do it. Probably shook Macho Man's hand, so you <laughs> did touch <laughs> <it>. something. <laughs> yeah. Something in that lube, man. Something rubbed oh, something up. That would explain lube. why your right hand looks like a baseball mitt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the clear, not the cream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. It just starts going up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beginning of Savage. <laughs> yeah, I shake his hand. I shake his hand and turn yeah. into him. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's definitely in some sort of an extraterrestrial um, element to it. Yeah, yeah, we mind melt. Oh, yeah, well, that's God. the Ultimate Warrior. The Here's Ultimate Warrior came right. from the ship. 
heartbeat goes black. You hear the ding of the ring, and then the ch- crowd comes. I'm, I'm writing it in my head already. It's gonna savage, you guys. Savage. It's gonna be badass. What, what, you know what? I it, like as a guy who um, uh, I shun fitness my entire life because I never liked the people who were into it, and they always made me sad, and I was afraid of them. You know, I would always fight with. I fought with. Uh, see, I had friends who were artistic, and you know, I had my friends that I could talk to. Yeah. You know, and hang out with, and and we were into making movies. I started making movies in high school, and so I had my my buddies. We made movies, and you know, talk comics and, and did the whole thing and you know I remember one of them was getting picked on by a kid on the football team who was one of the other captains and I remember like having words with this dude and shoving him in the cafeteria and, and really getting into it with this this kid on the football team about my friend so it's 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 sad to think that you know you associated all I those did. guys with that because it was just assholes are assholes man yeah. Yeah. you know but you know like you know there's there's nothing more dangerous than a fucking teenager with any kind of power because yeah. that's when the hormones are raging and that's when they're trying to establish their place in the world and so when you know when a kid has some power whether it be physical or you know even even if he's a hacker mm-hmm. i i still think like those kids can be pretty hard to deal with because they're just trying they're testing boundaries and seeing what they can right and so it wasn't until so i had shunned all that my entire life and had thought it was funny that like ah, i fuck you know fuck anything in the physical world i don't really and then you know like eight years ago i I met this guy and he was a trainer and he kind of just happened to have sort of a nerdy soul about him and i've been training with him ever since and and what i never would have understood before was that things that i learned while exercising were weird principles that made my life and the world better which you can't explain to someone unless they experience it it's this weird i always related for me it's like um you know the way samurais would take up calligraphy to uh, improve their sword strokes. Like the brush stroke was somehow this metaphor for their sword strokes. And so it was this hobby that then kind of translated. And for me, training is very much that way. You know, there's such a, um, you know, being present in the moment. You know, you can't zone out. You know, it's a one-hour workout breaks into body parts, which break into sets, which break into a rep inside of the set. And the, the rep breaks into the positive and negative motion. And so each time you're trying to make the positive better than the last and the negative better than the last and trying to force yourself to be more present, which then carries itself into my work and carries myself in, in the life. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the Well, problem- I've mastered the negative motion. <laughs> <laughs> no, negative emotion is what you meant. I think the problem is that there are- Electronic motions? I don't know. There are certainly there are certainly good trainers, but there are certainly like a, a bad now. trainer can fucking oh ruin God. you. Oh, yeah. not only ruin your body, but also ruin your uh, you know like fuck up your perception of like what that is. And yes. I just got lucky that I just I found a guy who you know his his whole thesis was like you have to leave feeling better than when you got here, mm-hmm. and if that means we just stretch someday and we do a little bit of yoga stuff, then that's all we do. Well, he but- sounds like a really nice. I feel I I leave feeling like shit. Like every I'm like <laughs> writhing on the ground in the fetal position, like wanting to throw up in what chalk bucket. You know, like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> when I was do- when I was doing CrossFit and like I was uh, doing it with a buddy, and then like we drive home, and then I would, like call him. I was like, "Did you almost crash your car too?" He's like, "Yeah, they shouldn't allow you to drive home." Shaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, like those fucking just too many dips. Yeah, you gotta like I, I always. Uh, yeah, you really should just take a minute if you're feeling like that. Have have a little bit of juice or something. Like get some. Yeah, yeah. you yes. know, but don't don't immediately. Yeah, it was uh, just like it was like one of those things where you just end up at home like, oh my god, how did I get here? Oh my god, I drove. <laughs> your car <laughs> is in a, in a blackout. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and you wake up and you're on the floor and yeah. you're bloody and your car is yeah. through the front of your house. But my arms look great. They look fantastic. I just remember singing down the street looking for my car <laughs> and then I was home. Yeah. Uh, 
But uh, anyway, so I'll get done with the season, and then I'll, I'll uh, I got to finish up the book, and uh, and then that'll come out in December. And Arnold, uh, once again, you know, just he and I become really good friends. Oh my God! That's Do you right. go riding with him on Sundays? And I, I, went, I went double dating with Arnold on Saturday. Oh no way! What God. the shit? Yes. How does that? What it's the crazy. shit? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's. I mean, I, I can't. I kind of can't believe it. You, Have know? you smoked a Monte Cristo with him. Oh yeah, we smoked <sighs> cigars together. Fuck. You went to steak, dinner yeah. with the ex-governor of California. Yeah, that is also oh, impressive. That is yeah. impressive. That's <laughs> top like, of everything. To, else. to me, that's his least impressive accomplishment. Yeah. It kind of is because you know, like when you think about. I mean, he is a pretty interesting guy. Of course he is. But I mean, he not be- just not just the movie stuff, but the fact that you know. He was a millionaire when he was like 22 because he had this crazy mail order vitamin business. Like he's just a and just also the fact that he was like he became a celebrity from bodybuilding. Like that's like well, well, at I a mean, time when bodybuilding yeah. was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. know. I mean, it was looked at this weird subculture. I, I was talking to him about uh, you know he knew you're going to be in his new show. I, we haven't talked about. I don't. You know. should be. Is this yeah? <laughs> Guys, come on. Yeah. We're going to put you in everything. I'm no, ready. he's doing yeah. – uh, Arnold pitched and they sold a uh, show to Showtime called Pump about oh, really? 70s bodybuilding. No way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What was yeah. the Kevin story Elon that he was hosting it. Uh, well, he was friends with Andy Warhol. and uh, Because Andy Andy was like kind of weird, you know, and, and thought that bodybuilding was so weird. And, and, yeah. and was like, you're one of us. And so he, we were just, he was talking about the factory in New York at that time. And, I mean, it was like, holy shit. And, you know, and he came down, Andy did his painting. And, and then, I mean, it was just trippy, crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's, at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh, where I'm from, they have a picture in the, on the first floor uh, of, of Arnold and, and Andy at, at Arnold's wedding. Jeez, you know, I mean, so it's just yeah, it's so crazy kind of, you know, talking to him about yeah. that. Um, and... Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think that that whole Joe Weeder thing, you know, Joe brought him over and then Joe just kind of, you know, was like, you know, go to school and kind of pushed him. And then he started buying up real estate in wow. Santa Monica, Venice, which cost nothing at the time. Yeah. And the guy owns half of Santa Monica. I I mean, couldn't could hardly speak English, and was taking Santa Monica college night classes after training all day. He would pose in water because he didn't like his calves. Yeah, that's true. He didn't like his calves. (laughs) No, it was amazing. I mean, it's just it's it's the craziest story. And then you become governor and the biggest star on the planet, and it's just it's it's and he's like one of the most charming, funny, fascinating guys you could ever possibly spend any time with. Can you get him on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Those early. <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about it, we're we're all big fans. Chris was in Terminator Three. I was in Terminator up. Three. I was in Terminator <laughs> it all Three. Works out. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, if you want to get on the bike, running up the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, those those old those old videos where he's talking about like um, I think it was from was it Pumping Iron? Pumping was Iron. It, yeah. Where he's like, oh, he's like coming. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like he just kept saying every day I lift more and it's like coming. It's like all coming over. all over. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I pump to get the feeling from the pump. It's like coming. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's every the, day I'm coming. Just hearing him say coming over and over again, I was like, ah, weird. That word is hitting my brain weird. Yeah. Coming. It's like coming. <laughs> I've worked out a lot. I don't think I've ever been like, yes. Maybe that's a body. You never got the pump. You never got the pump. No, once again, writhing on the ground, fetal position, looking to throw up in a bucket. (laughs) Furthest thing from coming in my mind. You know, like the bodybuilder bodybuilder thing is like. You're really reminiscent of me losing my virginity, (laughs) writhing on the ground in the fetal position. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) The money's on the dresser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I can't lift my limbs. (laughs) 
<laughs> Leave me alone. Don't look at me. Ow. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I better see you in class tomorrow. Uh. <laughs> they. Re- <laughs> <laughs> they really these the bodybuilders like I thought that Warhol was fascinated by them. I guess it does make a lot of sense. They are like to that level of commitment to a thing is a little fringy. Like it's a little out there. Well, and there was this. Uh, I mean, I, this this thinking that it was like physical artwork. You were creating a statue out of yourself, and and I think that there was something to that as well. But I think it was looked. At, it is totally weird. It is weird, especially the, the like the guys that are so fucking big. That they can't, Ugh. like, and, and yeah. they they obviously, there must be some sort of a dysmorphic thing where they, I mean, because they almost seem non-functional human beings because of how... Um, well, after Arnold, I think the chemistry got diff- or jumped. Yeah. You know, there was something different going, you know, yeah. in, in the water. Uh, and, and it became about how freaky can you get? Like, right. how... Yeah. how Fucked up and, and weird can you know you get you ever, a look. You ever, see, you ever watch the thing about the guy that like oh, his, his bicep yeah, burst? He, he blew <laughs> yeah, up his man. fucking arm, oh, and now yeah. it's like it was like draining, and he was yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like those guys yeah. can't even flex fully because yeah. they've taken so much cr- like diuretics and. Yeah. To thin their skin out, one guy f- did a double bicep flex and locked up and just fell over like a tree. Oh no, Jesus! Because he had no water in him, and oh, uh, so That's I think it's you know it's awesome. a little different now. You know, because and then you can only ever wear those tank tops and then those uh, those flexi pants, super pants. Yeah, yeah it's no, not because yeah. they think it looks good. It's just that's it's all just, that's, that's all they can actually. Wear. That's all they can physically put on their yeah, bodies. Exactly, they can't do any buttons. It just yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and they can't lift over their heads like the yeah. shirts. Just have to. They get just them. have to tear them out. They, che- they have to get a lot of cheap shirts because they just have to tear <laughs> the them out. Yeah. And then it's edible. It's full yeah, protein. Yeah, proper yeah. post workout. It's just seaweed. Just seaweed. That should be the last line of your book, which is like, and now the final test, eat this book and just see how many people like, try and eat the book. <laughs> if you fully trust me, eat this book. This jo- book is made of reclaimed protein. <laughs> Joe Manganiello's protein shirts, now available at Walmart. Oh my God. A fucking protein. Hey, if there's a Snuggie, there's no reason we can't have fucking protein shirts. I mean, there's edible underwear. I don't know what's in yeah, there. G- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think well, I think those are just like kind of fruit roll ups. I think those are just like film. It's like it's like the Listerine film. I've heard. <laughs> actually, everyone gets funny gifts. I mean, <laughs> that you try yeah. because you're curious. Yes. Um, this has been a wonderful hour, Joe. This is, every time we hang out, it's more. I'm like, God damn it, that guy. We should hang out more often. We should hang out and not have to shoot something or record a thing. Um, but I, I'm actually also. Really intrigued to read your book. Would you have a title yet? It's called Evolution. Nice. Yeah. Oh well, that's that could not, be put in a weird section. That's not getting <laughs> sold in Louisiana, Texas, yeah. and Mississippi. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Inside, I believe the it'll be called on the way. It'll be desert. called Big Bang. There. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. No, it can't be called that either. I believe no, muscles be just called... come straight from God. I mean, this... yeah. <laughs> that's what you call it. Muscles from God. <laughs> muscles from God by Joe Manganiello. <laughs> <laughs> That naked werewolf dude on that show you won't let your kids watch. He's so- <laughs> there are there in, is- the, in that other male stripper movie that you changed the channel really quick on. Uh- on there, Saturday there, night. there is something. There is something that's that I feel like is very right about True Blood. With the, I mean, obviously there are naked ladies on the show, but mm. I feel like way more naked dudes on True Blood, and I sort of feel like 
you know, finally a show that's kind of, you know, exploiting guys in, 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 in the way that the entertainment... Isn't it about time? Ladies, are you with me on this one? <laughs> yeah. Coming up 40 next. years no, of progress no. have led to this. Alan Magic Mike. You on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it is... I guess it is kind of a love letter to... Uh, Gloria Steinem, in a way. <laughs> there are, there are. It's like this is this is my Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> there's a there's a couple of those. Let's just make love, not war. Yeah. Let's stop fighting each other. Let's just get along. There's, there's take our shares. pants off. <laughs> there's a couple of those in a fireman suit. Yeah, <laughs> with some usher in the background. There's a couple of those scenes where you're like. Eh, I don't feel like Jason Sackhouse needed to have a shirt off in this scene. He was just having a conversation. Not at all. <laughs> and yet... Like, I just met this nice girl from Louisiana. I bring her back to my apartment, and I'm, like, shirts off, and I'm walking around. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean... Gets hey. hot. Gets cool. hot. Yeah. It is. Like, it's muggy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very it's swampy. Man, it's hot in here. Mm. Now my I pants are shaving me. Hot in the South. That reminds me. We need to write in the mouth of the South. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Totally. <laughs> We'll get him. And we need the Slickster. Oh, my God. And we need Bobby the Brain. Of course. And we need Mr. Fuji and Demolition. The Natural Disasters. (laughs) And then we'll get our friend. We need (laughs) Texas Tornado. We need Warlord and Barbarian, The Powers of Pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had the spikes on Good there. Uh, that was yeah. no, that was Hawk no, and Animal. Was, yeah, Hawk and Animal. Oh, okay. The Legion, Legion of Doom, Doom. Legion of who became Doom. the other ro- yeah, yeah. warriors. And then we should get our friend Craig Anton to play Andy Kaufman. No, that's right. Yeah, our buddy, our, this friend of ours was going to play Andy Kaufman in the Andy Kaufman movie. Like, looks like him, had it down, and then uh, and then Jim Carrey was so, like, hey, I want that. And then, uh, but but we that because I was living in Memphis when that wall happened. Oh my! So gosh. I was I was sort of right at the epicenter of it. But you know, again, wrestling. You know, I. I my friends were rabid about it, but I just wanted to be in front of a computer and then playing video games, and so I just didn't. Um... What were the video games? Uh, well, there were there were con- there was the home console games like the twenty six hundred, or we had an Intellivision, or like my friends had like a ColecoVision. Like a, right. I had a network of a couple of nerdy friends who, and we had most of the consoles covered. Um, in addition to like. Uh, I had a TRS-80 color computer, too. King's Quest. And... King's Quest. King's Quest came in the 90s for me. Okay. Um, like, 91, 92, King's Quest, uh, we played on the PC. And then there was the arcade. There were, there were the arcade games, which was a whole separate video game uh, right. uh, path. And then, you know, then when Nintendo came along, it was Super Mario 3 was my big game. Oh, yeah. Nintendo. It's for Sega, breakfast now. Sega, Sega Genesis Nintendo. Golf. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, what about what about yours? Yours? I I had the twenty six hundred. I always loved uh, arcades, yeah. so I was always you know big into all that uh, arcade stuff. There was a game called Gladiator that I can't I can't find it anywhere online. Where you were this gladiator and you walked and you had to fight against someone and you hit them and when you hit them in the chest their armor plate came off and then you hit him in the leg and I just remember this crazy hmm. Gladiator. I don't know if I remember that. Gladiator. It's a weird weird game. Uh, at this family you're, restaurant in Maine, you're you know? probably like, going to get ones. tweeted yeah. about that. What, what's going to happen is someone on the podcast will be like, "I have an extra one," and then they'll just fucking send it to you. Done. They'll like send you. They'll send you Gladiator. Uh, and then it was Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And then I was not allowed to get Nintendo, so I got a paper route and then bought one for myself. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You did. That's how Arnold would have done it. And ironically, <laughs> you bought a copy of Paperboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he stole a copy of Paperboy. <laughs> but then he exactly. took it back. Yeah. He brought yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. We don't it. want I this. <laughs> I like Super Mario, too. Funny Super enough. Mario with Mario with the vegetables. I, I love it was Super so Mario. Weird. Yeah, it was so weird. It was a weird game. I yeah. like it. And the fucking egg coming out of the... 
the eggs. Birdie's mouth and it's birdies. weird. Yeah, it's a birdie, it's right? So strange. Birdie, yeah. Birdo? The eggs. Birdo. No, or... birdie. I think birdie's correct. Can we get a confirmation on this uh, thing that doesn't matter? She doesn't even care. <laughs> she, Katie's like, what, I don't what do facts. I even Google right now? I don't like birdie, bird. I did like, Mar- I did like Mario 2, but just... Birdo? Birdo. Mm-hmm. I did like Mario 2. Super but, Mario 2, Birdo. But 3, yeah. it just all came together for me. Three is three is the classic, and Super Mario Brothers yeah. two wasn't even really a Super Mario Brothers. It's like Super Mario Brothers was such a huge hit that like they're like we need another game, so they just reskinned a Japanese game. Right. I remember the original arcade, just Mario Brothers, where they were just plumbers clearing crabs and turtles and little ice things out of plumbing. Yeah, murder. Oh, yeah. It you was can still play that at Fun Spot up in New Hampshire. You Fun Spot. You King can just, of Kong, nice. Yeah. Of Kong, way yeah. to go. Oh, no, I used to go to Fun Spot. No way. I Did you ever run life. into uh, that one dude who retired and lives in the cabin, Brian Q? I have never seen Brian Kill screen. <laughs> Kill screen coming him, up. But Kill screen. Yeah, in case anyone's but, interested. But, yeah. but favorite, oh, sorry. <laughs> a lot a lot of those guys yeah. are always there. A lot of those guys from like, if you go if you go in like September, like after the holiday, those guys are There's a season. Those guys so are I was there. in Hollywood, Florida a few years ago doing Billy Mitchell, Ooh, Hollywood, an autograph signing at, no, Coconut Coconut Creek. Co- okay. I went to Coconut Creek Hard Rock, and I did yeah. a you know signing there. And uh, the driver was driving me home, and he was like, hey, you know, I st- you know, these guys still have a couple hours if you know you want to go somewhere. And I was like, well, how close are we in Coconut Creek to Hollywood, Florida? <laughs> and he's like, well, the fuck you want to go to Hollywood, Florida? I was like, I, yeah. just, do you know where Ricky's Hot Wings is? And he was like, yeah, you, you want to go to that place? I said, yeah, the, I, we need to go to Rocky Ricky's right now. <laughs> so I went to Ricky's <laughs> and made somebody who was with us go up to the, the bartender, and they went, hey, <clears throat> Listen, I'm with uh, with a couple of celebrities, and uh, they're seated over at that table right there. They're on a show called True Blood, and uh, they're huge fans of Billy Mitchell's. Could you get him down <gasps> here? And they were like, well, Billy's not in. And they said, well, could you call Billy? And so they called Billy, and sure enough, like he had no fucking idea like, yeah. about True Blood, but his daughter loved it. Uh-huh. So he like they walked over to my table, and they were like, hi, uh, Bill would like to speak to you. And I picked <laughs> up the phone, and he goes... Uh, he goes, hello, Bill Mitchell, can I help you? <laughs> and I went, hey, champ, what's going on? And then we just started talking, and he sent us home with all these bottles of Ricky's hot sauce. Nice. Is awesome. this the third Dope. favorite story you've ever yes, heard of the podcast? it is. That's pretty great. Does Billy Mitchell's daughter have a flag tie and a beard? I like to think that all the family... Yeah, they well, all what happened them. was uh, Billy couldn't come down. He was busy or whatever. And... Uh, his daughter called from New York. <laughs> she like goes to college in New York and got on the phone and to talk to me. And then oh my God. Billy was so happy that you know for that that he sent us home with with hot. I swear to God, they were the best hot wings I've ever had in my life. I've really, heard, I swear, like things. the man knows hot sauce. Like yeah. they weren't kidding. I've had we I've had Ricky's hot sauce. We can't get it in California. It's incredible. Yeah. He won't sell it. He won't sell it. But they when you know they uh, they had the like a premiere party at Big Wangs in Hollywood for when that movie came out yeah. for when King Kong. So we uh, a bunch of us went. And they had like a bunch of take-home bottles of Ricky's hot sauce, and they were saying they had to like send someone to go buy that's them amazing. and bring them back. They're amazing. Yeah, it's Billy really good Mitchell, hot sauce. Primo Joystick, dude. That's the yeah, song yeah. that the guy writes. Billy's on <laughs> the move. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Weeb, Steve, Steve Weeb. My favorite uh, thing about Weeby. Brian, something yeah. just feels. But, but he, but he always, but he's yeah. But Walter yeah. says he calls it. He yeah, keeps calling yeah, him Steve Weeb. Weeb. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. You know, I was, I was the Mappy champion, and uh, yeah. you know, there's just, uh, you know, Billy. Uh, you know, Steve's got a really good score going on yeah. right now. But the, I mean, I don't know. The, 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 to beat uh, Billy, he's, 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 he's going to have to have a, a really good, uh, really good third man. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about Brian Q is that like um, his shirts. 
came right out of the package? Is that right out of the package? You see the creases, the full creases <laughs> in his J.C. Penny shirt. That's oh a salmon god. color. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that guy is still retired. He probably took a hit in the stock market when that. Apparently, I, I looked out online. Uh, in one day, like Brian Q broke like 112 records on video games in one. Like so, so they made him to be like the you know like the henchman kind of you know, yeah. guy. But he's actually like I used to always go in there. The complete and, video got a pretty good stuff. game of Ladybug going on in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's, you, uh, we have a ladybug cabinet in the, uh, yeah, in yeah. the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I used to go into Fun Spot and I would always get number one on Tetris every time I went in there. No way. Hmm. Jesus, why, what the hell are we why doing you, here? Why don't you submit it to Twin Galaxies? Yeah. Well, I never knew, I could never tell if it was a, if it was a really good score because uh, they shut the switch at night and everything, although. Scores get wiped, oh. so I would always go set it the day of. But You'd I could, have to always, set up I could a camera, the, and yeah. then it would have to be okayed. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go get your Frogger machine yeah. and then push For it the through judge. traffic. I'm pretty sure yeah. they don't. And uh, prove that there wasn't some kind of uh, sticky substance yeah. on, uh, uh, kinda, on the right chip, on the right chip, uh, on the right uh, board. Yeah, where's Captain Awesome? What's that was that? just about have to say. Where's Captain? He must no, be no, dead, yeah. right? Because he's in pretty bad shape. Captain Awesome is not dead. Captain Awesome is with us. You know they wouldn't let him into the party. Yeah. No. That that party I went to, they they wouldn't let because apparently he's like been really mean towards the whole production of it and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like is trying to sue them and so yeah. like there was just like he's not allowed but he showed up because he knew it was happening dude that guy's amazing I yeah. mean, they're all amazing you couldn't cast it better but he hobbles around he's like he's in real bad shape well when he's not roids, hobbling right? around he drives the automobile to fame and fortune <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> fucking captain <laughs> awesome oh god you're all captain we awesome had a, we had a good Aww, time today oh, it's good Chris. to see you I don't mean in the literal sense, not that guy. I mean like <laughs> spiritually. Yeah, because that's all. like it's Captain an insult if you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, spiritually you're all. Okay, Captain awesome. Okay. Yeah, you did a good job. Uh, all right, Macho Man Joe Manganiello. <laughs> we hard wiki. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you something hard wiki. Yeah. <laughs> Nerdist podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cup of coffee. Yeah. The cream rises to have the top. Him, yeah. Have them do the. Now tell everyone to enjoy their burrito. Everybody enjoy your burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> This interview is over. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you want a beef or a chicken burrito? Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> gotta have beef. Gotta have spice. Need a little excitement. Snap into a Slim Jim. I gotta look up this again. Oh my god, that was fucking awesome. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 369. I will be telling jokes in uh, Philadelphia at Helium, June 27th, 28th, and 29th. So come on out to that. Tickets at Nerdist.com slash calendar. Hey, thanks to LegalZoom for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Hey, why don't you trademark your stuff? Why not? Come up with a phrase and trademark it. And then become a millionaire. But you should protect your uh, intellectual property. Also, maybe incorporate a form of LLC. LegalZoom will help you do all that. They've helped about a million businesses get started right. You can celebrate innovation with LegalZoom. And for a limited time, get a special price on trademarking and copywriting using the referral code NERDIST at checkout. Protect your creations and launch your dream at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom can provide sub-up services at your specific direction. Or they can connect you to an attorney, but they are not a law firm. Don't forget to use referral code NERDIST. This episode is Joe Manganello, who uh, we've become pals with because he's uh, done the Nerdist TV show, he's done some stuff on the Nerdist channel on YouTube, and so we finally got him on. I mean, the guy looks like Hercules, uh, but he happens to have the mind of Aristotle. 
I got after we did this podcast, Jonah got it. Jonah sent me a really sincere text that was just like, Megan Ellis just really inspiring, <laughs> but really, really, really funny. And uh, we go off on a on a a pretty amazing um, wrestling tangent. So uh, I, I do I would like to remind you that uh, True Blood comes back Sunday, June sixteenth. So yeah, if you're listening after this, then go back and watch it on the HBO Go app or whatever. But uh, this is the Nerdist Podcast number three sixty nine with our pal Joe Manganello, who I think now is officially the pack leader of this podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. That episode was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god, so funny. Muscle milk. What is this? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Are you? Go ahead and record, Katie. It's filled, with, it's filled with human blood. It's got muscle milk. I have sugar-free Red Bull. Here's why we look like we do. It's actually oh, made I, of I'm muscles. <laughs> you having another energy drink? Well, it's here in case. You can't have another energy drink. What are you talking about? I'm guys? talking about heart. I'm ready to go. Let's do the podcast. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, let, let's mix our did drinks Did you together. hear my heart explode? <laughs> I think it did. Sugar-free It'll just... Red Bull strawberry muscle milk. <laughs> That's a dare. That's a good dare. Can we get a cup? We should get a cup out. I have four yeah. seconds before all the blood that was pumped into my body is gone. <laughs> it's not, it's not, your, your heart's not going to sound like an explosion. It's, you're just going to hear like a... It's just going to be like a pop. Oh, that's, Jonah water. that's why you didn't and hear it. Yeah. We're going to be left with the cleanup. Where, do I get a fun headset too or no? Yeah, yeah they're right, right there. Oh, go, cool. Great. They're not that fun though. They're, Thank you. Oh. Not unless you think round is funny. Round is funny. <laughs> God, I haven't seen Raising Arizona in so long. I gotta watch that again. It's good, holds up. Totally holds up. It really up. does. You yeah. see the trailer for the new Coen Brothers? No, watch a what? Yeah, 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 new Coen Brothers movie. It's uh, it looks like it's like kind of about Bob Dylan, kind of you know, just, kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, but it looks really good. Somebody reviewed Pain and Gain as a Coen Brothers movie starring the Three Stooges. What? Did you see it? No, but I actually really want to see it. It looks really fun. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of accurate. I mean, no, you know, I'm, yeah. Oh, is that The Rock movie? Yeah, <laughs> He's Mark Wahlberg. Not only the Rock. I'm sorry, I mean Dwayne Johnson. Yes. yes. Or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, the Rock. The Rock, Rock and Marky Mark. Drock. Yeah. And, and Marky Mark. Yeah. Rocky Rock and Marky Mark. Rocky Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky, <laughs> Rocky Rock. I, did you see it? I did. How was it? Hilarious. Is it funny? I swear. Is it supposed to be funny? Yes. Hilarious. Oh, it is. It's the darkest, weirdest story that takes place in one of the funniest periods, I think, in American history. Like 90s Miami (laughs) (laughs) bodybuilding. Okay, that makes sense now, the way they're all fucking jacked up. Like Zubaz pants and motivational speaker tapes. And I mean, it's it's amazing. I had no idea. I thought it was just like, oh, this is a muscle head. Based on a true story where these guys scammed their rich training clients and held them captive and made them force them to sign over their mansions and millions. Oh, wow. And then, like, murdered them by sawing them apart with power saw. Sorry, I'm giving away the whole plot. I mean, it's crazy. It's really not. That's 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 a real story that happened. happened. I want to see it even more now. Now I am going to go see it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Let's go right after this. <laughs> What's what was it? Was that the last movie you saw? Uh, was it the last movie I saw? Maybe maybe no uh no, I saw I 
I saw Fast and Furious. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Listen, nothing wrong with that. The movie made like a half a billion dollars. I mean, there was someone a lot had to wrong see it. with that. <laughs> well, there's also a lot right with that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt I would have been lost because I'd never seen another one. So. Yeah, you should probably start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, just I would be like, <laughs> you're gonna follow, get, you're gonna get totally yeah, lost. Let's get Vin Diesel and The Rock confused. No, yeah. you won't. Yeah. What's funny about that is The Rock looks bigger than he did in Pain and Gain. Yeah, <laughs> like he looks like he like ate himself from Pain and Gain. He doesn't need it. He's so charming. And or, that, but he's bigger than every like he walks into frame and you can see nothing but, or but the it, rock. Or, yeah. or is it like in to- a Total Recall? Maybe that's his his disguise to get onto Mars. Oh, that's yeah. his and fat lady. Two weeks. Yeah. That's his fat lady. That's pretty fucking. That's pretty spectacular. Oh, he's, he's huge and uh, it's great, and I recommend it. Isn't to it insane that these people just found this weird subgenre where they have no competition? Like, let's just make fast car racing, street car racing but it's, movies. But it's that. But it's Point Break. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. it's the yeah. dude who's Always. like Johnny Utah. I'm undercover, but I went too deep and <laughs> fell for the <laughs> fell for the girl. And I'm I kind of the lines are blurring, bro. Yeah. yeah, but it's just for another like activity. For Point Break, it was surfing yeah. and bank robbing. This is and jumping out of planes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and this, this is just car racing. But the racing, sixth yeah. movie in a series to make like that many hundreds of millions of oh, dollars. They're going ten. Yeah, yeah. At, at, least. at least. I mean, Paul Walker basically just. His, he basically he just makes one of those movies a year. He probably gets fifteen or twenty million bucks to do a movie per year. He's that's good. Fucking, it's he's, a good he's, living. He's set. Yeah, that's fine. He's set. <laughs> have there been non-horror uh, movie uh, franchises that have gone this many? Besides, yeah, yeah. I guess like, like Star Trek, Star James Wars, Bond. and like Bond. But but yeah. like but like I mean, yeah. Are there? What are we talking? Police Academy. Yeah, because they're, they're yeah, still there were a lot of police academies. Yeah, they did do six. Did they do seven? Did they do a seven? Yeah, they did a Like the video. next generation? The ne- yeah, the next I, I think that was like the third one, because that was Citizens on Patrol, and that was like kind of like getting a bunch of new people. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. And he's like, David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. He's like, I could do that, that handstand stuff. I just hate it when the change falls out of my pockets. It's a great line. That's a fucking... I haven't seen any of the Police Academy movies since, the, they, were, since, they, they, came since they came out. Yeah. You saw them all in the theater? I did see... Opening I saw a night, lot of them. You were that guy opening I did, night? Oh, yeah. I watched God, the original Mahoney. Police Academy so many times. <laughs> and then I was on board. I was on board for all of them. Even after he left. Even after he stopped yeah. doing them. Right. Miami was five, and then Mission to Moscow was six? Or was that City Under Siege? City, City Under Siege. <laughs> City Under Siege, I City think, is... That was yeah. six. Thank you, Katie. Mission to Moscow was, was seven. seven. It doesn't have a number, so I'm assuming it's seven. Yeah, it is seven. It's rad. We have fact checking. No, yeah. why? Yeah. You know, so you rad. Yeah, now, so when you see, so when you see like a pain and gainer, where you see, yeah. or even, you know what? Listen, even fucking Fast and Furious Seven, or do you, or do you call your agent and go, look, j- they should just meet with me. I mean, come on. I look, mean, like, I need the addition on my house. I, <laughs> I got the, I got the middle range pool furniture. I need the better. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got ten million dollar abs. You should be getting ten million dollars for them. I mean, let's fucking let's. Do it. Come on. Let's get on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Is that computer get on the phone? Let's fix this. Can you make a call yeah. with that, Scappy? Plus, they would save money on Apple boxes if you did a scene with The Rock. They wouldn't have to put the Apple box there for Vin Diesel. Was he tall, too? <laughs> Vin Diesel's not tall. No, no. The, rock, the, rock's the Rock's huge. 6'5", six right? 6'5"? Six yeah. What? Yeah. Can we get a fact check on The Rock? Fact check on The Rock. He's, he's, he's can I get a fact check? Can I get a fact check? Fact check Isle Rock. That guy, uh, Bob Benson, uh, the like that weird, mysterious guy in Mad Men, apparently he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Which one's Bob Benson? He's the one guy that's like oh, always with the coffee oh, and stuff. Oh, the guy who rubbed his knee up against Pete Campbell's yeah, last night? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. 6'3", you would tower over The Rock. He's 6'3". But he's a... Okay, yeah. But yeah, apparently he's like tall and they have to shoot him so he looks a lot smaller than everybody else. No way. Yeah. Why do they do that? I get mad. I, I get mad every time I'm on the street and someone comes up to me and goes, "Man, you 
you, you're a lot bigger in person. I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah, what, yeah. How, what does it look like? It's because they walk on platforms on the show. Like, it's not, it's not right. Here, I'll yeah. trade with you where it's like, oh, you're not as tall as I thought you were. Do you, do you have to do a lot of those like, things when you're like, maybe like they're doing like an over the shoulder where you have to kind of spread your legs out? So you're like, is there any, ever a problem with your height? It's happened. That yeah. has happened. Um, but mostly they just build these elaborate platforms and walkways. It's like you're things. on a Muppet set. It's like they just dig a ditch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just walking in this ditch. Yeah, it's like some kind of, around you. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Orson Welles experiment of I'm just walking in a ditch and they're up it, 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 lo- yeah. it looks like your four-fifths torso. Yeah. <laughs> it's like tiny legs. It makes me mad. They'll stand us on the hill and they'll be like, all right, you stand down the hill. No, no, no. Let me stand up the hill so you're I look even taller. Big. You're too big. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> that's, the whole, that's why you became so tall. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you make that choice? Uh, Why'd you make the tall choice? You don't I make blame my parents. Were you, were, you. Were, you a, were you a comfortable tall guy as a kid? Because Jonah was a not comfortable tall guy That's as what, a kid. Yeah, I slouch. I was just like, you know, everyone, I grew up in Hawaii where everyone was like really short in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. And so I found myself like kind of hunching over a lot to talk to people. I, it was a little bit of both. Uh, when I got to college there, uh, I, I had a posture problem. Like I was apologizing. You yeah. Know, I was like hunching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was saying, oh, I'm sorry for yeah, being I'm sorry, I'm not going to kill you. I'm like, don't be scared. Yeah. Like, come talk to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, I said, don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, but 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 growing up, I I had sports, and so from a young age, I was always head and shoulders bigger than the other kids. So it was it was not awkward because like call me awkward and let's yeah. put on the helmets, you know, or yeah. something, you know. Yeah. And I was the mean kid. So that was right after school, and then right after practice, you were swiping comic books from your local comic book shop, is <laughs> yes. what we found out on the TV show. Yeah, yeah, just avid comic book reader, and I thought that, you know, asking my dad for the money to buy all these comics for how fast I read them, that, that was never going to fly. <laughs> so, uh, and I just didn't even want to hear it. I didn't even want to see the face he was going to make when I asked him for more money to, to, to go buy books and comic books, so I just turned to crime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at a very, very young age, started scoping comic book stores out and looking for the sight lines behind the register and then how to not be seen, and then I'd wear pants with, like, the elastic waistband, yeah. you know, and so... Uh, we should do a video recreation here. Yeah. <laughs> we still comic books. <laughs> really thick frame glasses. We need some parachute pants with elastic uh, band. We should just have those anyway. We should. Yeah. They should bring them. I don't, back. I don't think we need them for that. We just have them. We just, just have. But them. you yeah. had you had glasses, or you just put them on as a disguise? No, I'm like <laughs> blind. Like I wear contacts, and I'm without them. I am I am blind. You ever think about LASIK? Can't do it. They're so bad. Me too. That they, the, my eyes are so oddly shaped, and I have so few microns on the lens that they can't flap the oh, lens, really? and they can't get in there. I've been thinking about it lately. I think you're better off. You know, I fucking, I've, my eyes are okay, but oh, so we're better off. Yep. Oh, must be no, nice. I was just, must I be just easy to say. I just, yeah. just you wear my glasses. Yeah. You know, yeah, where, exactly. some, where someone goes, uh, where, where they go, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when they put the laser in there, look, you're only blind for a minute. Like, I, that would be the fucking worst minute of my life. I'm like, my sight's not coming back. Like, I don't think my anxiety. Do you feel that way when you go to sleep at night? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> Eight hours of this. But when your eyes are open and you can't see anything, that would freak, that would freak me out. But it's just, it's the, it's the prospect of maybe, you know, waking up in the morning and just being able to you see. Know, it's just my like, brother got. It. And I was like, what was it like the yeah. first morning, you know? 
Yeah, I've th- been thinking about it a lot lately. I don't even know if I can get them because my eyes are pretty bad. Yeah, I, my stigmatism's too bad. Yeah, yeah mine too. Do. It'd be the reverse of Superman 2 when he wakes up for the first time <laughs> as a normal person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then gets the shit kicked out of him at that, yeah. that biker that bar biker. or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. diner, really. It was a diner. It wasn't even like a biker bar. That's what makes it so sad, guys drinking at a diner. Yeah. They were drinking. Was he drinking? It was breakfast. Was it? Yeah. They were truckers. They were probably somewhere in Alaska or Canada. shit beat out of him. He really did yeah but then he went back you know let's see what what that last scene should have been of course it's superman so he's not gonna but he ju- really should have just ripped that guy limb, limb from limb and then just spread the guy's limbs all over the globe that would have well, been a much more interesting ending. yeah just him in the back alley at yeah. the trash dumpster holding like an arm and a leg yeah exactly covered in blood <laughs> like what did i no what did like, i do that felt so good you know yeah. he, human he ruined him, me he can take him to each part of the world too. take him to like alaska pull off a finger then fly over to china pull off another finger and then just continue that throughout the entire world and then take there's like a it. detective played by ed harris who finds like a finger in alaska and it's like what does this mean and it's like putting find it together guy. and it yeah, takes yeah. him like 20 years he's like seven he could punch that guy so many <laughs> times so fast that uh, he could turn the guy into soup, which they would then serve at the diner as a as a warning to he the other. He could do it so fast he could feed himself to himself. He could feed the guy. He could feed the guy to himself his yeah. lower half, and then as the guy would be shitting out his the liquid of his lower half, he, he just has like a pot yeah. underneath, yeah. and he's like, "Take that!" Yeah. yeah, we just made an itchy and scratchy cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I do like combining Superman and Seven, though. That's pretty fucking. That'd be pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, pretty genius. Flying Lo- Lois head's head in a yeah. fucking box. I don't know. You're gonna laugh, but I, I think this. That guy can fly. What? <laughs> no, seriously. I, I just, you know, gets laughed yeah. off the force. He puts on these drinking. weird tight clothes and kind of just runs around. Find a piece of spandex <laughs> with this finger. I don't know what it means. Uh, You've got to be in a superhero movie sooner or later. Well, when, once, well yeah. Well, it, it, it's the I go- mean, Flash Thompson, of course, you were in a superhero <laughs> movie. But I mean, you've got to be a superhero like in a, a super movie. Superpowered guy. Yeah. Well, well, you know, the 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 show is is golden handcuffs. You know, True Blood, because you know, for because of being on that show now. People know who I am. Yeah, but because of that show, I can't go off and do those movies. Sure, because I I, I have for about four and a half months during a hiatus to squeeze whatever I can in. Right, and uh, most action movies take five to six months to shoot, plus reshoots. Right, uh, plus you know you're going to come back. I mean. I went through it all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went through this, um, and uh, and then you know you have to go do press, and so you're going to have to you know you can't take the the movie around without the guy, and then right. I'm going to come back with a shaved face and short hair for of the course. show that I need a beard long. You know, it's just the whole thing. And when on TV you sign a six year contract and yeah. you belong to them, and they okay everything you do, even if you're in your off season. Right. So you really kind of you know belong to them but someday it's the yeah i mean it's the sort of uh it's it's the it's the blessing curse like hey i got a I got this awesome job, and now I'm it's sitting in the uh, you know Zack Snyder's office, and I can't do the movie. I am uh, I am pretty excited about uh, you know as I've said to you many times before, I I do watch True Blood, and I'm I'm a very I'm so excited to see what happens next. It's pretty crazy. We're getting, I just read the finale. So we're you know we're shooting finale as everything starts airing and yep. uh, the finale's kind of kind of insane like nice. really well insane. tell us about it <laughs> well yeah hey, I got an easy way to get you out of your contract <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I think of that <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> sexy results <laughs> just blab the whole storyline of the season on the Nerdist podcast like exclusive Joe explains episode by episode you, yeah, oh, well, no one really listens to it so <laughs> people, you know people get mad about spoilers they want to know but then they don't want to know no, no, they get mad at you are you yeah. mad about spoilers or do you like I don't give a shit uh, I stay I away from them I like to go into 
yeah. things without any sort of you know preconceived anything. I don't like to know anything. I just want to walk in without. I don't read reviews. I don't go to Rotten Tomatoes. I don't look at anything. Yeah, I just stay away. I don't know if I ever told you this, but um, one time I was coming back from Atlanta. Oh, I think it was Dragon Con Dragon this Con. past year. Yeah, and you were two people in front of me in the TSA line. And when you got to up to the x-ray machine, all of the ladies working TSA fucking lost their minds. Like, oh, it's the werewolf! Like, they went crazy. And all I could think was, he's going to go through that millimeter, millimeter wave detection machine, and they're just going to go in the back and look at the outline of his dong. And I feel so bad for him. <laughs> like, I, it was the one time I was like, oh, this poor guy. I, I was watching you get objectified. And I was like, oh, you know, like... And something about it was like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't feel right for some reason. I, I never thought about my dong's <laughs> x-ray in the back. Now, every time I go through TSA, I'm sure they don't. I'm going to think about my dong being x-rayed. I, all I'm right saying when you is. Go through, I'm going to go, it's my break. I got to go. I got to break. All I'm saying is, I on the DL, I give mine a flick before I go through just to, you know, just to try to. Just to, just to fluff it up? Yeah. I, I want to get it. Flick. I what want take, that to be true. Just to get pumped up. So what does it take much. for you to get worked up? No, just a little flick. Just just a little bit of attention. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, Squeeze man. the tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something. That's like, you know, that's more time taken. I just flick. take... Uh, so dismissive. I have my penis pump for Magic Mike. Just <laughs> duck, duck into the bathroom really quick. Just hit that thing a couple of times, yeah. get it right, yeah. and then go get my x-ray. <laughs> go to the x-ray. And then have to explain what the pump is every... Because t- you have to take it with you because you're going to need it for the trip back. No, yeah, he yeah. And they're like, what is... Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You can't it. take this on board. I'm yeah. taking it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, well, on a, seri- on a serious <laughs> note, uh, I, I think True Blood is the favorite show of... of of TSA, I think it is TSA's favorite show. I think it's also the favorite show at the DMV. Do you, I find yeah. it weird what the TSA watches? I like, find the TSA to be pretty, TSA loved G four. They were so nerdy. I, I had a Thundercats bag, and the, the TSA was the only people that were the only people in public that ever went. That's a Thundercats logo every time I went through TSA. So weird. And I do get a lot of oh, it's it's the werewolf. Oh, get over here. Yeah, yeah I, get, I yeah. do get that. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you have to oblige because they can uh, put you on a no-fly list. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Yo, man, when are you getting with Suki? You know, every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't Seriously, know. Seriously. Uh, well, you know, I, when? when I sit down to write the yeah. entire show, I <laughs> should have thought that through better. I'm Joe. I play a character that hooks up. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it on the down, though. Yeah. You don't want anyone to yeah, know man. you. Uh, Come on. It, it is that sort of funny thing. Like, <laughs> great, <they're>, great dong. <laughs> by the way. The Joe Manganiello story. I just took my break. Look again. <laughs> Sort of, there's that sort of weird thing where people, uh, it, it's, it, it's they kind of, it's the jokingly like, I know you're not your character, but you're really kind of your character. They do. Oh yeah, they treat me like the were. I'm a werewolf in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, man? It's the wolf. Oh, it's the Packmaster. Come on, man. What's up? We, we always <laughs> yeah, make hey, the joke man. of like, yeah, it's a documentary. Is uh, you're shooting the shooting the documentary? Yeah. This is what's yeah. going on in Louisiana right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Are you? Uh, has it been? Have you had fun this season so far? I've had fun. Um, you know, with that, I will say that being a packmaster, you think, oh man, packmaster, awesome job. It sucks. It's the worst job on the it's planet. It's your president of wolves. It's they suck. It's yeah. just it's terrible. It's hard. You have to. <laughs> yeah. there, there's so much politics, and there's really no. I mean, what's the upside? I mean, what are we doing out there? No, like, go like, what do we go thatch that roof? I mean, what what do we like? What's our job? You, you know? know, you have to keep everyone in line. You want to be like the number two guy, not the head guy with all the responsibility. Yeah, you just kind of want to come over for the keg party on Sunday. No, I think. you're you basically just... just a wolf with paperwork and having to do Excel sheets. To At least keep no one in line. questions your sexuality because the Boy Scouts said no gay pack masters. <laughs> they, they they did. No, they Good. reversed that. Good. 
No, no. Didn't Boy they? Scouts can be gay, <laughs> but people in charge. <laughs> the <Pac-Master> not. <laughs> not, not the Packmasters. Not until they changed the name Packmaster. Switch. <laughs> Troopmaster troop for Boy Scouts. <laughs> it is. Uh, you, you are. You are an interesting. Uh, uh, almost dichotomous puzzle to me. Uh, thank you. Uh, not you. Well, you're, oh, well, thank you. I get what you're about. <laughs> <laughs> it just, but, Joe, we've had this conversation a couple mm-hmm. of times, which is, you know, how are you? I'm fascinated by the guy who has, has had a, fee, a foot in both worlds because now everyone's kind of nerdy. Like, that's mm-hmm. just become a part of our culture. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Video games and technology and sure. whatnot, it's not, it's not an early adoptory thing anymore. But you legitimately, in a period of time when it was not so much uh, that um, uh, <laughs> fluid in terms of pop culture, that you really did have a foot in both worlds. Yeah. I, well, I, yes. I, I, just, I just was that kid. I just was that kid. I mean, for the first time I could get my hands on a Stephen King book, like, that was it, you know? And I, I used to draw. I wanted to be a comic book artist when I was a kid. I just, I drew compulsively, like, almost like, okay, kid, like, what the hell is wrong with you? And there were always pictures of these monsters ripping limbs off of human beings and entrails <laughs> and, nice. you know, eating that. And, you know, my father saw the pictures of these crazy monsters and the Stephen King books and thought, my kid's a fucking psycho. So he like hid all the books. And, oh wow! You know, yeah, and then I think that really led me to crime. So it was like, okay, let's go, <laughs> let's go steal some more and read them. You know, so it was kind of like this this secret, you know, gorilla thing I had going on for sci-fi and fantasy and comic books and superheroes. And um, but I think what happened is, you know, by the time I got to high school. Um, you know, I, I just I was in you know, I was I was an athlete, so I fit in with the jocks because I was always the captain of the team because I was just you know built like that. But inside, I was always that kid, and uh, and so when acting happened, I think in my mind it was it was really about you have a chance to play a superhero. Like let's take the little kid and let's hit the gym really hard and try to look like that comic book, and then. Let's see what happens. Down oh, the, line. the nerd drove the jock. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was like the ner- the nerdy kid was like, "Come on, man, we got to make this look right and go to drama school so you, so when you you know you can work with these great directors and do it right and not do a shitty superhero movie because there's nothing worse than shitty superhero. <laughs> movie. I mean, yes. it's like literally there's nothing worse. I mean, my top five all time worst movies are probably superhero movies gone bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it hurts me to watch them and makes me angry. Um, and I never, you know, I wanted to make good ones, and so the fact that True Blood came along, and I'm really, you know, playing a superhero, super powered character. Sure, yeah. So it's kind of like my my superhero training wheels. And a good guy, unless anything's <laughs> yeah. changed this last season, which you can't say. <clears throat> oh fucking come on! Oh man. Well, that's what. It, oh man. God damn it. Oh man. <laughs> So I think there's a lot of that. I think that's what I'm what I'm driven by is to then go you know double back and be able to play those characters and do it the right way and look the right way and have it feel the right way. That's good. You know? That's good. I'm tired of trying to figure out if Bill's fucking good or a piece of shit. God B- damn it, Billith. Billith. Yeah. Yes, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Billith. He's yeah. Billith now. Yeah, he is. Yes. For anyone who hasn't watched, you should catch up because it's soon. Like it's soon. By the time this podcast goes up, it's like in, in two days. You after. need to watch like a season a day right now. Yeah, like get on it. Do it. Which is fun. It's a fun. It's a fun show to. It it's a fun show to. You, you could. You could. You could burn through pretty fast if you have yeah. the. If you have the HBO app too, which I, well, the thing that trips me up about the HBO app is that I just. I'm like, oh my god, I can watch 48 hours. All right, you know, it's just like going and watching all of the comedies that I wanted to watch. That I, I was like having an unlimited supply of heroin. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So where, was that was that where, heroin? Yes, it's oh. great, right? <laughs> That's how you got so big. Uh, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> heroin will make you strong, kids. Yeah. <laughs> heroin uh, and peanut butter. <laughs> That's all you need. Just, yeah, you and a penis pump. Really uh, big. And a penis pump for TSA. Did you do what? What was your what? What was your pop culture life like aside from comic books when you were growing up? Like, what were your what were your movies? Uh, growing up as a kid, I mean, it was it was Star Wars, it was GI Joe cartoons, it was He Man, mm-hmm. it was. Um, Oh God! I mean, what else was I into? Uh, there was a short-lived series called The Inhumanoids that used to run opposite of Gem. Okay, it was Inhumanoids. There were these monsters that lived beneath. Oh, the earth. that counter program didn't work. I watched Gem. They had <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Misfits. They were hot. Uh, Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, the old black and white Universal horror movies: Wolfman, Frankenstein, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. I was always into that stuff. I was always staying up late watching, uh, you know, Tales from the Crypt. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I remember sneaking into the theater to see Pet Cemetery way before I should have snuck in and almost having a near panic attack. When, yeah, that was a when tough the, one. Uh, when, when the, the Achilles kid, heel gets cut. When uh, the kid gets hit by the truck, you I don't want to go over there. Yeah, you don't want to go over that hill over there. Yeah. It was it was hard to. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, you just don't want to stay away from that area specifically. Right there. The description of it in the book is hard. Like even just wa- like watching it, the movie, yeah. you know. Although you know, Pet Cemetery as a movie, like it, I thought it was okay. I didn't, I didn't love the movie. I, you I think know, at nine years old, yeah. it was a little like, oh my god, this is like I'm screwed up forever. You know, you know. What it needed was some furlong, and it got it in the sequel. There you go. I guess, uh, uh, yeah, because there, there are so many like. If you go back and watch Poltergeist, like I remember being a kid and, and and thinking Poltergeist was the scariest movie I had you know had seen, and then you go back and watch it, and, like, really, and the effects don't they don't they don't hold up as well as you remember. Well, I'll tell you the one that really messed me up was David Lynch's Elephant Man. I remember uh-huh. seeing that as a little so kid, crazy. just how how mean they were to him. Yeah. I mean, it was like you know that 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 freaked me out. You know who the executive producer of that movie was Mel Brooks. It was a Brooks film. It's true. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's right? interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. They made him cut out all the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and all the, songs. Was, all the songs. I'm an elephant man. Man. <laughs> Doing what an elephant can. Uh, yeah, that was actually a Mel Brooks movie. He actually he actually was a producer on that movie. Yeah. Um, that that movie was uh, was pretty fucked up. Uh, Phantasm fucked me up really Phantasm. hard when I, I was a kid. I, what I was also into all of um, you know all of the Schwarzenegger Movies, all the sci-fi, the Predator, Terminator, the Conan movies, Running Man, Running Man, Running, oh, Running Man, man. Running I, man st- yeah. I watched that recently. Still holds up. Oh my god! I mean, it doesn't so really great. hold up, but it holds up. It holds yeah. up yeah. in this fantastic yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, and if you ever go to, if you ever go to the Sony lot in Culver City, that building across the street on, I think the street is Madison, was the building where they, that was the television studio that they used for Running Man. So the oh, shots really? when they all when they're pulling into that building on the outside and Killian's pulling in, like that's. That's this building across from the Sony yeah, lot in Culver shit. City. I love it. Nice. Uh, and so, are you gonna are you gonna write stuff now? Or you, you have you ever thought about doing a comic book? If you want to, yeah. There, well, there's one I grew up with. There's one I actually when I went to return all those comic books that I stole. Oh, that's right. Okay, so quickly, fourteen re- years later, quickly tell yeah. that story just in case people didn't see it. Yeah. On so the TV I, I show. so I just I robbed these stores, you know, blind, like just just you know without a thought and um, anything I could get. And I remember, you know, I, I remember pulling. I think I got, you know, I got the comics that are in the really valuable ones that are in back of. Oh wow! On the wall, like somehow I had those. Like I had like number ones and number twos. Of, it was very good. Yeah, I got good at it. And uh, so, fourteen years later, uh, they were still at my mom's house, and I was going through this period of like, let's, 
let's try to be an adult and clean up all this stuff and you know uh, and so I found them in my mom's closet and I called up the store and they were still there and I went and returned them to the owner who was still at the store 14 years later and like mall security came over and we were talking about this on, yeah. Yeah, on the Nerdist <clears throat> show uh, and so like mall security came over and was like what's going on here because I had this huge big bag it was gigantic <laughs> and it was all the you know the great stuff at that time it was the, you know the Frank Miller Wolverine in Japan and oh, yeah, yeah. I had the Tard McFarlane Spider-Mans like all of them and I had uh, god I had like you know all the Punisher Sicilian saga and I mean all that like this really kind of those golden age like awesome Ghost, Ghost Rider number two I, it was just great stuff and I went and returned them all and uh, the owner you know looked down I went, you know, these are these are these are fucking old. And I went, I know, you know, they're yours. They belong to you. And he went, what are you fucking kidding me? I went, yeah. And he goes, okay, you're absolved. I'm like wave his hand. He goes, he was all, I go, okay. And the mall security guy looked at me and just like raised his eyebrows and shrugged. And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. And I said, oh, by the way, there's one comic I'm keeping. I'm going to give you the money for it. And I paid him for this one, and I kept it. Yeah. And that's the one that I want to make. Do you, do you not want to say what it is because you want to you don't want anyone else to make uh, it? Yeah, no, I don't want to say it yet. Okay, I don't think okay, Archie, okay. but there's <laughs> <laughs> Jughead. Yeah, you yeah, the best so Jughead. I mean, yeah, yeah. No one's done it. <laughs> Stay out of Riverdale. Comic books are so hot right now. <laughs> the Rock is Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Get Paul Walker in there somewhere. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yes! I They're mean, racing cars. Yes, <laughs> yes! Know. Fast and the Furious, the Archies. Like, that could be the seventh movie. Because at this point, it doesn't fucking matter what they do. People are going to go see that seventh movie. Totally. Christopher Nolan producing. Oh. We've got a totally new take on Archie. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edge. It's going to be so edgy. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what's happening in the seventh Fast and the Furious movie? No. I'll spoil the ending oh, yeah. for everybody. Right. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler, Spoiler protector. protector! Oh, yeah. That's up the sequel. So that's he's but at as, the end of the sixth. But at, well, but did you, you find out if that you was don't, I don't know. You don't know. What but do you, you think? But what do you, you think? think? It's the guy from Spoiler, Spoiler Protector. Protector. Like they're fucking bridging these two wonderful franchises yeah. into one happy, happy place. And Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all fall asleep. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> Fresh meat. Don't fall asleep on the wheel. <laughs> Oh, I think that actually no. Was that in one of them? He did kill, it has to be. He killed a new nightmare. I know he killed a guy that was falling asleep at the wheel. I remember yeah. that part. When he comes up from the middle of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You might be a fun Freddy Krueger, like just as a, as a as a as Let's like do to, it. to mix it up. I'm, yeah. I'm into it. It's like it, it's it'll be it'll definitely be better than the last one. <laughs> not, <laughs> Which what was the last? Was, it should have been great. It was Jackie Earl Haley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as yeah, Freddy yeah. Krueger, right, right, right. and they just they made it too like that character just need it needs a little bit of camp, and I think they just made him too. Serious, yeah, too edgy. <laughs> they they tried, you know, like they just tried to make it too. Even New Nightmare was pretty good because we New were Nightmare totally fine with the fact that he molested and murdered children because he made jokes. <laughs> that, that movie was also produced by Mel Brooks. Uh, this time uh, there were no checks and balances. He got to do what he really wanted to do with it. There was no David Lynch to say That's no. I don't think we should do that. He's so likable. Uh, yeah, hand knives. I've got these hand knives. Okay, again, we can't put music in this movie. Yeah. That's what they should do. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't started sapping all of the horror movies to just like make Broadway shows. Like if they, if they made Spider-Man turn off the dark, like why couldn't they make a Nightmare on Elm Street musical? Completely. It starts yeah. with kids singing "One Two, Freddy's Coming for You," yeah. and you just go, you go from there. Huge around Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do it for a month. Just, yeah. yeah. Millions like, yeah. of dollars. 
It'd be and amazing. Then, and then this never giant again. hand, like the size of the stage, rises up. <laughs> oh, like dancers on top of the fingers. Uh, each it's fi- the boiler room. Each finger has like it's rocket a, legs underneath uh, it. it. It's a showgirl with a knife <laughs> yeah, on exactly. her head. Like, exactly. And then I next year we'll be at the Tonys with NPH. It. It's going to be great. I love it. God, he fucking crushes it every year. He's great. Too it bad no one better. watches. They do too watch. The Tonys. Nobody watches they the Tonys. They do watch the Tonys. You just think that because you were on Twitter. They, they, they do watch the Tonys. <laughs> I think they do All watch right, the I'll Tonys. find the ratings out right now. <laughs> All right, now. get the overnight. <laughs> Guarantee you more people see Talking Dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a, a very cable. popular show, man. I mean, you so know, now, so now, what, what, what were we like your pop cultures? Like, what, what was your, what was your thing? I was all, it was, it was sci-fi and comedy. So it was, um, I like all the movies that you described. I liked, you know, like your Dragon Slayers and Crawl and like all those movies. Mm. But then I also, you know, the, if, if when I was younger, if you were to ask me what my tops were, it would have been like Caddyshack, Fletch, Ghostbusters, Animal House, right? Um, you um. know. Yeah. They would have been it would have been all comedies and then mixed in with some of the some of the sci-fi stuff. But you were you said you're you're like what are you what are you 34? 36. 36. Yeah. So like uh, there's uh, there's kind of a bridge in the gap here between us all like with cuz yeah. you were talking about like being 9 when you saw Pet Cemetery. I think I was I think I was not, I was some really wickedly inappropriate age. Yeah. And that's it's, what's crazy is that everyone I grew up with like you know like I don't know how but we all saw rated our movies in the theaters like the whole the Nobody whole cares. Yeah, back I don't then. Care. It was yeah, like you want, you want some oh, beer dad over there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. They're stricter now than they were at the... Oh yeah, you got to show an ID now. <clears throat> yeah, then they didn't really fucking it's like go. just lawsuits. You know, back then I was like don't Sue anybody. I got ID. I got ID for buying a DVD of The Devil's Advocate in like 1998. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just think they wanted to get a log of who was actually yeah. buying. I just that want to movie. make sure you're a real person buying big, this DVD. Yeah. Big Pacino fan. Had to. <laughs> Did the person behind the counter was like, now just to play Devil's Advocate, are you sure you want this movie? That was at yeah. Webhead Comics in Devilfield, Massachusetts. You want me to do my sister? Yeah. Whoa. The presidents are surfers? Do it! <laughs> Do it! Ah, I'm the devil! Okay. Ah. That's a good Bill Hader. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Juju Bees. <laughs> So do you have you so this this comic this thing that you're working on have you been working on the script or is it just sort of like it's in the back of your head and you I mean I, I, I sat down and wrote a treat before it and started you know formulating what I would do I even talked to the guy who created it and started kind of building a relationship with there, him I know there's a room in your so house that's Batman. behind a bookcase that's just like fucking drawings everywhere and story arcs and mm-hmm. yeah a little bit I, I I mean you know when the time is right the time is right. Because yeah. I mean, there's like I said, there's only so much I can do right now. Right. It's it's more about you know once the show's over, then okay, then then what are we gonna do? Here? Do people do do you have the ability? I mean, like you know, when people see you on the show and they you know they they maybe they make an assumption, they go, oh that guy, yeah, he's a he's a hunky actor guy, and then you go, no, I'm actually smart and I really have these ideas. Do you do you find that they pay? I mean, like, have you ever <laughs> suffered because of your looks and people not? Taking you seriously for being uh, an intelligent guy. Oh, I think guy. people think I'm this roided up meathead for sure, because that's what they see. You know, Matt, especially the past like three or four years. It's True Blood, shirt off, big country dude running around in the woods. Yeah, like, you know, Magic Mike, like GHB drinking, <laughs> male stripper, shirt off, in a G string, shirt <laughs> off. You know, and then you know what to expect when you're expecting, like shirtless dude in the park doing chin ups. I mean, this is just kind of what's unfolded and yeah. you just go with it because you know you ride the horse the direction it's going you just okay these are great projects with great people and i'm gonna do it and that's awesome but it's like one side i mean i remember being on on set one day it was funny and and uh 
you know, one of the castmates turned to me and went, so like, did you grow up on a farm or like, what, you know, and I'm like, no, I grew up in like 90210 suburbia, like, you know, like, come on, man. So I think it's, it's funny that people see that and, um, you know, but this fall I'm going to do streetcar at Yale. Oh, wow. Oh, fun. So, you know, but that's. Humble oh, could, you t- could you take your shirt off? God <laughs> damn it. She does take my take a shirt off God and play. Damn it. So it's you like, have to tear it off you know? and yell Stella. Yeah. It's like Flanders. <laughs> 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 Yeah, just, and then you sing. Yeah, <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go do that. But I, which is funny because I think people go, "Oh wow, well you know, he's gonna do." That's what I was doing for like 15 years before all of this stuff happened. So right. it's funny that you know I, I, I thought I was doing fantastic work for those 15 years that no one gave a shit about until the pants came off and then all of a sudden their shirt. You know, <laughs> all right, yeah, right. yeah it's just kind of like a funny. It's just funny how it went. That's a tale as old as Hollywood itself. Yeah, no one cares. Your I would pants say older. Off. I would say even older. <laughs> yeah, the old. This profession in the world. Listen, if we could, if we, if we had the ability to use that, <laughs> the shirts would be off yeah. all the time. If we looked anything like that, we would have our shirts. That's off. Pretty dope. I don't. <laughs> oh God, what's wrong with my mirrors? I do. The only thing I do like about this is my abs have no definition. Oh my God, <laughs> which which is, a little bit of curve which there. Is appropriate. That's and I love the, I love the Back it. to the Future painting. Oh yeah, isn't that great? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone that's that's, so that's like my favorite. I mean, for fuck's sake, Jonah wears a shirt in the pool. I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't? I do. Yeah. Wait, you guys don't guy. do that? No, it's because my skin, I don't want to get burned. Yeah. And my skin reacts weird to... <laughs> my skin reacts weird to lotions. Oh, that's weird. My skin reacts weird to shame. <laughs> that's why I wear a shirt. <laughs> I don't like the feeling of wet clothes sticking to when me. When I was a kid... I know nothing when I, when else. I was a second, I would like have to like act like I fell in the pool and be like, oh, I'm just going to go with it. Real sad. <laughs> Yeah. That was your gambit every time? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't go to too many, so it worked. It wasn't like a constant thing. I need to know, what are the struggles of a young athletic kid growing up? That was definitely not... Well, I will say this. When, you know, I was I was good at sports, but my strength, let's say, like I would hit kids hard, I was captain of the teams, but when it came to, like, quantifiable strength, like bench press, pull-ups, I remember us, you know, in football in like junior high like or, or maybe it was going into ninth grade there were they sat us all on either side of this hallway with a dip bar in the middle mm-hmm. which looks like this medieval oh, yeah, torture yeah. kind of device with the bars and everything. and so they said uh you know one by one we all got called up to do dips and i thought Psh, i got this you know get up there and i couldn't do one. Oh wow and i went and lowered it again and tried to do it again and I, I i couldn't do one and so you know i couldn't do one pull up so i was good at sports but i was also a kid who just didn't it was built like a stick and yeah. just didn't have that that type of strength, and so uh, something in me just got really angry about it, and swore that like I'm gonna figure this out. And uh, there was a history teacher at my high school who apparently was pulling the kids who were getting picked on, or the kids that were you know not making sports teams, and he would take them, and he trained bodybuilders in the '70s and had a gym in his garage with all these like old Nautilus equipment and free weights and stuff and he would take he should kids. play the Freddy rest Kruger. of this story <laughs> is not gonna fly the rest I was about of this say, story this was definitely a product of the times yeah. <laughs> once again yeah never happened uh, yeah. I open a what's the big deal I open a gym in my house and I have some of the teens I over. only have one rule no shirts yeah. I bring out the water it all works out yeah. everyone gets a little spritz it's yeah. uh, everybody's oh picture fine. time picture yeah. time everybody and we drink this like iced tea before we worked there yeah. and then I'd Wake up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what was in that funny iced oh tea? My God. <laughs> did we Jesus work out? Yeah, yeah, you did great. Yeah, you I, I, I feel sore. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you worked out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> As the garage is closing. 
<laughs> oh God! So, uh, so then we just turned we just turned into such a sweet story <laughs> about a teacher. Look. Not only is he a teacher, but he's like pulling in kids. He's and, helping you know, kids. He's yeah. helping Joe. Realize. Nothing happened. <laughs> Do you hear me? Nothing happened. Oh God! He's really defensive. <laughs> uh, so uh, he, no. So this guy like literally was taking the the this, you know the scrawny kids in high school and turning them into. Monsters like bigger than the kids on the teams. I think he had just had like kind of a fuck you to the coaches and kind of the establishment and had better techniques than the coaches and was like, I'll show you, you know, I'll show them. And uh, so we trained these kids and they were huge. And one of them was a really good friend of mine uh, who was was a nerdy kid. We were like the nerd. We were the nerds together. He was like my nerd buddy growing up. And he went on to get his he finished um, he finished his masters in four years at stanford and then went to mit for his phd and now he's teaching at duke and what a dick wow. yeah and i'm like fucking running around naked in the woods <laughs> as this like asshole werewolf like come on dude you know like uh, i just i just shake my head and look down at the ground and i see him i'm like uh, <laughs> you still you still the wolf guy yeah yeah what are you uh, what are you doing changing yeah, the world cool. Yeah, what are you uh, doing? Well, we're working on this predator suit that uh, the <laughs> troops can act. It helps, you know, like we're working on drones. Now. Yeah, but when that guy goes to TSA, they're not like, oh, someone went to MIT. <laughs> yeah. No one's looking at his dick at TSA. They're not- <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got that going for me. So I got that going for me. Yeah, the, no, no, the pool pool's nice. The pond, nice. pond is nice. <laughs> yeah, Either one, you know. Total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. God. Um, now, that, a movie like Caddyshack, I just don't think could ever you know it just something about it where it was kind of self-aware but not too self-aware like it just hit the sweet spot it was just somebody having the guts to line everybody up and just go do what you do like you do what you do you do what you do and i'm just gonna be over here do that thing you do do that yeah and then that was it and i'm just gonna go over here and roddy just do that thing and here like take a bump and go do that yeah you know like (laughs) i'm gonna turn the camera on and just go i mean kind of i think that movie must have been they must have filled the sand traps on the golf course with coke Oh my god! It's yeah, it's genius. That movie's so like uh, unbelievable. Ghostbusters is. An, I I got to meet Ivan Reitman, and he uh, once again golden handcuffs. He cast me as the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in his football movie. Yep. And then I couldn't do it because oh. I couldn't get three days off. Oh, to go do it. They want to give you three days? No, because they can't do the schedule ahead of time. So I had to drop oh. out. Oh. I mean, it was. And God bless <laughs> Ivan. I mean, Ivan called me on the phone and was like, hi, this is Ivan Reitman. I'm like, hi, Ivan. You know, and he's like, what can we do to do this? And how can we do this? And it was like, oh, please, I it just please, kills you. Please help me. <laughs> please, please help me, Ivan Reitman. <laughs> well, we talked, I mean, our, my whole meeting with Ivan Reitman, I mean, because I just worked with Arnold. So we talked Kindergarten Cop, we talked Twins, and then we talked Ghostbusters for an hour and you know one of his producing partners was like okay we gotta we gotta move Ivan you know and it was like no no no, no but wait hold on hold on hold on so so Slimer like how did you you know so. <sighs> god damn it he probably just <laughs> it, oh man I know it's like Ivan Ryman man I mean that's it I mean that was it for me. I mean, when I was a kid I mean I, I could quote Ghostbusters backwards and forwards and twins and kindergarten comp I mean the more, it was just some of the one of the biggest joys of Working with Arnold was going into the makeup trailer in the morning and trying to get him talking about Kindergarten Cop. That's you know? so great. Just getting him to do the lines, you know? Listen, and, I think, if anything, he was probably happy to talk about that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> someone toys some, back to someone the wasn't Cop, talking but... about his family. Like, yeah. it's like, just start talking about the movies. That was on TV the other day. It, just, it had just started, and I just I was like, oh, Kindergarten Cop, I haven't seen this. And then all of a sudden, the movie was ending. I was like, oh, I just watched Kindergarten Cop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a fucking great movie. Oh, yeah. it's, great. Just, <laughs> it's just one of those movies that you just don't even realize it sucks you in immediately, and it's yeah. just so fun to watch. So classic yeah what did you do with arnold 
We did a movie called, well, it's called Sabotage that comes out in January. This crazy, you know, David Ayer, the guy who did End of Watch. Oh, right. Training yeah. Day Fucking and yep. all that. End of really Watch, intense movie. Intense. So you know the scene in End of Watch where the the feds come up, the ice guys come up, and they're like, you guys just kick the fucking hornet's nest and get out of here and yeah. you don't know who you're fucking with and uh, those guys those are the feds our movie is basically those guys oh wow so we're the DEA who gets sent in to break up uh, Mexican cartel strong, strong houses you know is it gonna be uh, shot in the same way or it's yeah it's really like, so gritty it's like it looks like um, I just did ADR and, and got to see something it looks like like, like chopper like oh, romper fuck. stomper like it yeah. looks like some kind of like gritty Australian oh, fuck. fucked up movie about this gang that works for the government. Romper and we're all Romper like a nice ref. So covered long. like yeah. I mean Sam Worthington's uh, bald with this chin beard that's like a foot long, braided with like these crazy like um, like white power tattoos on his head. I mean it's like really gritty because we're all undercover in gangs. Yeah, like, so we all look like. Psycho criminals. There's a rapper sniper reference. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, that's it's just nuts. totally fucking off the wall crazy. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, it was it's nuts. Uh, it's awesome. Was way into end of watch. I, was, I watched it on a plane. It was like afterwards, I fucking had to take a break. Yeah, it's, it's just so intense. So well, fun. I worked with all those guys for about four months, and we trained for about two, two and a half months before we started shooting. Like every day, all day. Like in the morning, I was powerlifting. Then I was going to do MMA, stand up and ground fighting. Then I was going to the gun range with the sheriff's department. Then I was having like almost like classroom meetings with uh, like the guy who End of Watch is based on. Those are all one guy's stories. Oh, so I sat fuck. down with him and got all those stories from him. He gave me books to read. We talked about cases. We talked about Jesus. And then I that sounds great. And then I was doing ride-alongs, which was really where crazy i i can't really oh, okay. i'm not supposed to yeah, i yeah. can say that I, you know but i like, don't want to get this way somewhere bad yeah. that's very close to here oh, that way. <laughs> frighteningly close yeah, to yeah, right like there, where we yeah. live yeah, yeah. uh and the you're probably talking I, about you're probably talking about right here at fairfax and santa <laughs> and sunset because that bristol farms oh, is, is like Have it's, you ever tried uh, to park there i oh mean the God. parking is crazy God. might as well be a trader joe's at that point <laughs> Your ride along is just a Trader Joe's yeah. parking lot. And it's just it's the most intense thing that ever happened in my yeah. life. No, there's like no spots. There's like no spots. Kid, you know how to use this? Okay, it's going to be right between the seat cushions. <laughs> just in, I'm just, God forbid, just in case. You don't wear a vest when you go to Bo in Bristol Farms? <laughs> no, nah, man, if it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> Let's go get some Diet Coke. You know how fast those rotisseries This whole Foods doesn't fucking have it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, they say that asparagus is organic, but that shit ain't, man. They're out of hummus. Get down. Get down. <laughs> so with the with the training and then the mm -hmm. shooting, that was like your entire time off from uh, True Blood? For that? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I yeah. mean, it pretty much started uh, like right after Comic-Con. I went straight into training, and then we shot all the way through till December. And right. then I went to Tahiti. Nice. Right. <laughs> Just for yeah. vacation? Just to try to come out of character like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. Like friends of I mine were like, What is wrong with you? People. You oh, know, right. what is like what's like are you like why are you so serious? Like what, what the I used to be able on, to sell you know? cocaine in front of you. Yeah. Now <laughs> you really changed. Now you only Joe. buy a little bit. <laughs> why are you making me cover my white power tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> Change, man. <laughs> it is. Well, it's it, also your character that's in a character, which is kind of that's like a weird. That's got to be weird. Super for the weird. Brain. It is weird because yeah, I think it is, and especially for you know when I talk to the guys that actually do it, 
it is weird and it does affect them and their personal lives do suffer there's just no way around it yeah you know it's how do you come home after that you know i mean i talked to some of one of these guys and he said that you know 23 years he never had a conversation with his wife about what he did you know because you can't i mean it's like i mean you saw end of watch i mean there's like you're finding heads and corpses and body parts and 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 just some of the stuff that was explained to me the way these guys do I mean, just the stories about what they did when they captured, like, a rival cartel member's girlfriend. and I mean, like, what happened? I mean, it's it's so incredibly fucked. Like, Wes Craven couldn't come up with this shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no way. It's, it's, just, it's probably it's the emotional equivalent of what happens to wrestlers when they get older. But emotionally, <laughs> it's just like, just like shot after shot after shot after shot, and then eventually... I don't know how. I mean, I would imagine that you, you are the Iron Sheik, and that's the only way you can be. <laughs> you are ravishing Rick Rude yeah. in all capital letters on your driver's license. You are the warrior. <laughs> when the spaceship lands, yeah. I will take the championship belt back to Barcelona. <laughs> I just don't yeah. know how you either. They're all so fucked. They're all so fucked. You either would yeah, have to. Brother, yeah, let me tell you something. Hard with yeah. We are the Macho Man. Dude, that's what you got to do. You got to play Macho Man. In if they have if there's a script for a Macho Man movie, I'm it. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that that can't happen. The story that of Randy Poffer. That was an incredibly good Macho yeah, Man. Really Tell really us good. to snap yeah, into bro, a Slim Jim. Something, yeah. yeah. When I drop the scepter in the spine, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do something all those Hulkamaniacs saying the prayers, eating them vitamins, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's the hand motion and the snap character. into it. Yeah. <laughs> Bone saws ready. <laughs> And you know how fucking amazing it would be if you played him in the movie and then you got to be in Spider-Man again in the scene, but you're playing him? He's so meta, bro. Fucking yeah. And then they got yeah. a me to show up to set. Well, I showed up to set and met Macho Man that day because he was my favorite wrestler. And I was like, I got to meet him. So I came and I wasn't working that day, but I, they brought me in to meet him. And, you know, my character's name is Flash. So someone introduced me as, hey, this is Joe, and he plays Flash. He goes, yeah, Slash. <laughs> and I go, hey, hi. And literally, it was amazing. He stood there, and there was a blonde woman with very beautiful, very voluptuous blonde woman mm. uh, squirting lube into her hands <laughs> and lubing him, just keeping him slicked and lubed. At all times. Through the whole conversation. <laughs> and so I'm talking to him and I'm just like, man, you know, I really just, you know, I think the, the wrestling changed after WrestleMania 5 when the mega powers exploded and I just don't think it was the same after that. And he's like, oh yeah, he knows what's up, yeah. <laughs> and like, she's just lubing and lubing and it was really fucking weird because there's another person standing right there so you... You want to change focus and include her in the conversation, but she never looked up Invisible. once. Invisible. Like, this even, is your job. Even to him. Lube. Yeah. Like, lube yeah. me. Did he Do offer it. you any? You want some of this? He's like, yeah, bro. Get up on this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get his album? You know, you put out an album. Oh, yeah, man. This is my favorite story anyone's ever told. <laughs> <laughs> like, ever. The Macho Man. I mean, it was I was like... just watching him the other night. The, just a, you know, obviously a YouTube clip of him and Mean Gene. and uh, <laughs> Good just, burgers Mean Gene has. Just, he would just spin around. He and like He was back. like so high at this point. Yeah. Like, it was incredible, and he still did a great job of being macho. Man. I can't believe Elizabeth married him. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. I can totally. He he's a comic genius. That man's a genius. <laughs> he's brilliant. I mean, I think it's you're talking about the, if you, if you YouTube macho man on coke. It's probably like, it. an, like an interview comes it. up with like yeah. however many million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's him like, yeah, I mean, gee, and he talks with his back the whole yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he keeps like, spinning around. And he's like, yes. He's like, well, you know. 
Macho, so okay. And then Macho's like walking away. He walks off camera, and you just hear him off camera going, The interview's over. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> well, there you have it, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Weird. Gene, you something, yeah. <laughs> he, Macho Man, how do you feel about Hulk Hogan and Miss Elizabeth? Hulk Hogan, I don't think much about him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there with the lovely Elizabeth in my corner, yeah. <laughs> he played uh, uh, our friend Carlos. Carlos did this cartoon in Nickelodeon called The X's, and he cast Macho Man just to, as a villain just because he wanted to work with him. And he was like, yeah. he's amazing. You don't give him any line readings. He just puts the weirdest intonations on stuff. Like if you wanted him to say like, uh, hey, I found a puppy, he'd go, hey, I found a puppy. Like he would put the intonations in the weirdest places that they could never tell him. Well, that bone saw is ready. It's like, bone saw is ready. Like hey, there's an up crazy nose. Let me just... He always, I was always afraid he was going to pop. Like he always looked like he was going to pop. Guard, is this, this man, what was that? Gene Okerling right here is a crime, pal. Tanner. Yeah, Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top curious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm reading uh, yesterday's newspaper. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. Okay, now get out of here. Okay. On the outside will be no factory, because I am ready, and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, freak out. Little champion of the world, Macho Man Randy. Nothing Randy, means nothing. Nothing <laughs> means nothing. Man. Nothing. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, he has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney. And let me point to the president. I am the cream. <laughs> I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. I'm on my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nobody does it better. Here's a... <laughs> Nobody the does creamer. it better? With the... yeah. he, was referencing, yeah. he was referencing the spy who loved me. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. The beat goes on, and the beat goes on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cup of coffee. And the beat goes on. Cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> how, how aware do you think he was? Holy shit. Oh, he, they, <laughs> they said they uh, went to pick him up on Spider-Man. They went to pick him up at the airport. Dressed like that. Like he was, he came off the plane that, that way. He was just that guy. Oh, he talks God. that way all the time. It was. I mean, that was just his thing. You just. I guess those guys just become that. Yeah, that's really. It's weird though because it's like you know, the, if, like when you're putting together a character, Macho Man Randy Savage. There's not much to that. There's not much you can pull for a character work, and then he created this just psycho. Oh He's my just God. a psychotic man. It's I've, the best. Have you seen uh, what is it? The 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 rise and fall of the Ultimate Warrior that documentary. Yes, uh, I watched that. Yeah, it's where they compile all yes. of his speeches yes. that make no sense whatsoever. He was really out there. Oh that guy. God. That's a guy who I don't know what his roids were laced with, but it <laughs> did, he, did he become like a born again? Something like recently, something happened. No, but he he has a camp called Warrior Camp. Well, he'll teach you how to wrestle, which I really fucking want to go. <laughs> we <laughs> will totally. we will send you for the YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, we would so send you. you guys need to go. <laughs> Warrior Camp. I'll go with you. Yes, yeah, let's we'll go. Both go to the... Yeah, I think it's funnier if <laughs> I think it's funnier if you do it than he does it. He'll be good at it. Well, that I mean, was kind of my dream when together. I was a kid. Definitely, I remember my, my mother when I was a little kid asking me what I wanted to be, and according to her, I said I either want to be. Uh, a professional wrestler or a pimp? <laughs> uh, 
But then, then that's when he figured out your re- professional wrestler's character. The pimp. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that would be it. I could be the slickster. Yeah, and you just have a huge fucking coat that all the ton of girls are holding on behind. Oh, yeah, you. man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That yeah. is. Here's uh, the ultimate warrior. Bring that's on Mean Gene. June 6th, The Rock. Oh, oh, oh it's got a commercial for The Rock. Yeah. Is this the one about the plane? No, this the is pilots the have made their sacrifice. This is The Rock's <laughs> reality show, which is on TNT. What? Yeah. I will take the plane into a nosedive. <laughs> we'll wait for this to finish up, but it looks like people are on buildings and stuff. It's a this? commercial for The Rock about yeah. b- uh, over a clip of The Rock. So, well, it's not The Rock. It's going to be Ultra Warrior. But, I mean, they know their market. But it's kind of like... This is good. I mean, what is, that's like Fear Factor without eating bugs? Pretty much. But, like, getting ripped also, <laughs> probably. I'll take that. Beating job. the shit out of bugs. Take a gene. All right, I thank you very much, Vince McMahon. I've got to pose some of the questions to you, Ultimate Warrior. So brown. Vince just discussed with the World he Wrestling Federation champion, Hulk Hogan. First of all, what happened tonight? Ultimate what Warrior. What happened tonight was already written, Hulk Hogan. It was written a long time ago when the warriors that came before me and you yes, all do it. Now what we must do is beyond us, Hulk. Hogan. I stood with my back to you, Hulk Hogan, and I knew you would not come. But Hulk Hogan, when I looked into your eyes, I saw walls, walls filled with fear, fear that ran thick for you, Hulk Hogan. At Royal Rumble, I needed no friends. I needed no partners. Every man stands by himself like the <laughs> ultimate warrior. Always has. But Hulk Hogan, you still do not understand. You, <laughs> <still> <laughs> you know, why do I feel like that if that guy were in an acting class, no matter what he'd seen he was doing, it would still be... And it's great yeah. every time. Remember when I told you you didn't kill, but you didn't care when I said I killed my that's wife? Just, that's just Nick Cage acting. That's <laughs> that all is, that it is. That is, yeah. He's the soul yeah. of yeah, the every soul choice. Of Nick Cage. Every choice. I heard. To be or not to be. <laughs> <sighs> that is the question I am asking you, Hulk Hogan. Oh, this is God. this is what we have to do. This is what we have to do with you. We have to figure out how to make the Macho Man movie with you as Macho Man. How to capitalize. Oh, it would be a period piece about the 80s with yeah. me as Randy Poffo, a.k.a. I, Macho Man. We I, and it's just play. called Savage. So. Oh, oh, it's perfect! Yeah, yeah. It's I perfect! How do we do this? I can't watch. Or Macho. Man, no, no, savage, 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 savage. Why did you just shit on the reaction we got from Jonah's brilliant name and try to change it? I don't know. Savage is the way to go. Spitballing, you're right. I was spitballing. Savage is the way to go. I'm so excited about this. Oh my god, it'd be incredible. Here's what we'll do. All the guys you cast, all the old wrestlers. No, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write a trailer for this fake movie, and I'm gonna have you be in it. Done. Done. Well, you, you'll you do know it. Who comes oh my god! Is, uh... But we need to cast. Like, yeah, we'll we'll oh get my, it. We're right. gonna get. We'll the talk right to cast. you. Yeah, yeah, Rowdy Roddy All Piper comes here a lot. What? Yeah. Well, he's too old to play himself. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. But we'll still we'll still figure who it else? out. We need a young Miss Elizabeth. We need a young Hogan, right? Yep. Yep. We obviously. need we need a young Leaping Lenny. His brother, oh, yeah. Rand, uh, his brother Lenny Poffo, the genius. Well, we'll, we'll put uh, you know uh, CM Punk. We can we can we, make him someone we can else. Cast these guys because yeah. he's a, that's going to cost a lot of money to airbrush out his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make up, make up. You say we'll do it. It's a different time. We need a young junkyard dog. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, on it. I'm on it. Young Jesse the body. I'm on it. 
Oh, yeah. James Adomian. Let me tell you something, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Gorilla. <laughs> Their shit makes Cambodia look like Kansas. You should play all of them. That was from a political speech, I think, that line. I remember when we were shooting this movie with Arnold, one of my favorite moments ever was us crammed onto this uh, scaffold. Like, we were, we were outside of this uh, shitty, you know, apartment in, in, like, the hood, and we were ready, getting ready to film this, this scene, and we're all crammed onto this fire escape, and it's me and, like, Sam Worthington and Terrence Howe. We're all, like, crammed back, ran back Arnold, he's breaking down the door, and we're you know cramped and waiting for them to yell rolling. And I just said, "This shit makes Cambodia look like Kansas." And Arnold went, and Arnold turned around, and they go, "We're rolling." And Arnold turns and looks at me and goes, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." Oh, <laughs> fucking awesome! And me and Worthington, and they go, "Action!" And me and Worthington look at each other, and we're like, yeah. "With these huge machine guns, and we're like, yes. Why'd you guys come in the room smiling? I don't think it works for the character. You're just you look like little kids. These are now two of my favorite stories ever told on the nearest podcast. <laughs> That's well, great. and then I had a line where I'm yelling, you know, in a scene with Arnold, and I had this line that was, you know, I'm yelling bullshit, you know, at him, yeah. and I couldn't help but go, oh bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, you know, like the way in Predator when he grabs Carl yeah. Weathers. Oh my god, you set us up. Yeah, and then how did he respond? Uh, well, no, I mean, we were in character, but afterwards I was just like, I couldn't help, but that's great. He, uh, it sounds like a good movie for him. Yeah, I can't in. wait oh, it's for great. this. He's super gritty. He's got a neck tattoo. And, that's I mean, awesome. it's really, like, dark. How's he, does he still move real good? Or uh, Yeah, man. How old is he now? 65. He's he still works out every day. He's still, really? he's still pretty cut. Killing it, I mean, man. Yeah. 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 Which, all, which gives me hope. You know, like when I see guys who are in their 60s and they still look like they're in pretty, like someone just posted, there was a picture on Reddit of Harrison Ford with oh, his yeah. shirt off. Oh, 70. He's 70. And he's fucking cut. Yeah. He's cut. He has abs. He has fucking abs. And he's, like, he looks fantastic. <laughs> just fucking get high and work out every day. That could happen to you, too. <laughs> I was looking at, uh... that's true. You just, all you have to do is get high, work out, fly a helicopter. Done. Mm, we done. determined that heroin done. earlier in heroin the podcast and peanut butter really the way will to get go. you jacked. Oh, see, this this went in such a great direction because I was about to go down this path of you were talking about these guys who worked these jobs that you were talking about, and I was saying like emotionally they're like wrestlers, which is I think where we got oh. off on the one of male the best- strippers are really like professional wrestlers. <laughs> I swear to you, they like knee high like leather boots with it. like trunks on and bright colors. Good point. I mean, literally, it's like, and you do a routine, so you play this character. Yeah, it's so. Uh, pro wrestling, but just kind of a solo routine versus it's 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 like ravishing Rick Rude. Like he was kind of the bridge between male stripping and professional wrestling. <laughs> if I could just get one pair of those pants. <laughs> totally, but, yeah. but aging, but aging male strippers. Hit the music. <laughs> <laughs> aging male. I'm gonna show all you greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat hogs sitting on the couch at home. Turn away so I can show the ladies a body that is truly ravishing. Hit the music. He's another one of those wrestlers with like two uh, adjectives. There's ravishing and there's rude. His name is just Rick. Ravishing Rick. Yeah. I'm telling you, Joe, this podcast may be like the greatest audition you've ever had in your life. <laughs> For the WWE. <laughs> I'm telling you, though. This is so fucking fantastic. Hey, if The Rock still comes back and wrestles every time a movie's coming out. Dude, I'm telling you. you. I mean, I gotta like, I can't wait. Like, in and the WWE is has been talking to me about like, you know, when are you coming and hosting wrestling? And I'm like, just let me do the movie with Arnold. Like, let me get that in the can. I'm gonna come in. Like my only thing, my only like request is that I get to hit somebody with the chair. And they're oh, like, yeah. done. Oh, it's done. Yeah. And oh. I talked to Kevin Nash about bringing the Wolfpack back. 
yeah. the NWO back. <laughs> it's a full moon tonight, brother. <laughs> this is all wheelhouse for me. I love it. <laughs> uh, so are you going to do it or are you going to turn up? Hell yeah. Are you kidding? I'm getting like my old red NWO shirt out. Are you kidding? I'm all over this. Nash, bro. We got to go. Oh, my God. Let's do this. See, so the golden handcuffs get Razor Ramon. This is amazing. What the hell is Scott They're trying Aldo to rebuild them. They're trying to rebuild them. Saw, there's a Kickstarter. Got the technology. There's a no. There's a. I'm not kidding. There was a Kickstarter. I don't know if it was successful or not, but like for like Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash to like help Scott Nash, uh, Scott Hall, uh, Scott Hall, Scott Hall. Uh, like he's off of his painkillers. He's really fucked up right now and old and kind of yeah. big. So they're trying to like get him back into shape. Oh my god. So there was a Kickstarter to do that, and uh, I don't know if it was successful, but. So this is what's going to happen. So to start, we're going to shoot the fake trailer <laughs> yeah, for the movie Savage, Savage yeah. Ooh. with Joe. Can, do you think we could get the okay from WWE? I bet we could. We could. We can just shoot it as a parody. Yeah, I know. Like, we, but hey, if we got Vince, their help, Vince we could open up the Vince likes publicity, man. Vince likes publicity. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I don't know what the reality is, but... One of us at this table's company was bought by a big film company. Right. Thanks, guys. It's been really exciting. <laughs> Congratulations, Jonah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that Carol Co. had such interest in mm-hmm. what you were doing. <laughs> they moved from Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> we got Terminator back. Got We've been it. looking at you for the new liquid. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch the shit out of this to every, anyone who will listen. I'm going to yeah. pitch the shit out of this to anyone who will listen. So, uh, I'll so, write a trailer. So you'll write, you'll write the trailer. Yeah. Uh, we'll make it easy. We'll, we could shoot it in one day, so it doesn't. And we'll shoot it around your schedule, and then we'll just get a sense of what it'll what it'll look like in a world. <laughs> one man named Joe Manganiello plays every wrestler. Behind every great wrestler is a savage. <laughs> oh. oh, you've already savage. written the long line. You've done. You just did the goddamn trailer voiceover. You've done everything. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's kind of happening. I'll email you a draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like next week. <laughs> Matt's not going to sleep now. It. He's not going to fucking I'm sleep. All over it. Oh my god, this is very exciting. We can recreate. Yeah, we'll totally. We'll oh totally. my god, we'll get a ring. Oh my god, who's going to play Mean Gene? Paul Shear. Maybe. Maybe I like it. I, I don't like know, it. man. You had a good Mean Gene going on there, right? Maybe I should. Maybe just, you should. We'll you just, just keep the mustache. It. We'll just bald cap. You'd have to Who's Lord just... Alfred Hayes, <laughs> dude? You Sticklets. Would... You're telling me you wouldn't shave your head for this? Just down the middle? You wouldn't just shave the top part of your head I for can't. this? It's got too many divots. I look like I have Down syndrome. I've okay. it once. All right, right. that mm-hmm. took a weird turn. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 well, how do we recover from this one? Uh, do the voices again, Joe. Do the voices. I can't. I Remember can't. Remember a second ago, we were all laughing. And I can't stop thinking about the tibbets. I can't stop thinking. No, the Myra effect. Hey, fuck you guys. Hey, you're adorable. <laughs> no, you're going to. That's no, the Myra happen. method. Remember the Myra happen. method? Oh, that the was, book I'm still going to write. That was eventually. your, anti, your anti-motivational the book. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. We're, we're going to do this. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm into it. Uh, so what's next? Now you're, you've got you True Blood, and then you're done in a, probably in a couple of weeks, I would imagine. In a, yeah, like a month, monthish, less than a month. A few and weeks, th- and then something. and then what? After you shoot the Savage trailer, and then after that, <laughs> after that, I got to finish my book, which comes out in December. What do you? What's your book? I have a book deal with Simon and Schuster. They asked me to write the like the cutting edge book of fitness. Oh wow! <gasps> okay, so nice. fitness tips. I I I I enjoy fitness. It's a blueprint how to. 
like from whatever level you're at, like just this is how, how you about do this it. Level, to, buddy. This is how you do it. To All be right. honest, this, this was my plan to only ask you questions about fitness. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it's just literally from the ground up. From the, the the guy, the the skinny kid in high school who couldn't do one pull up, one dip. This is this is how you do it. Are you this the is... new Charles Atlas? Don't let them kick sand in your face. <laughs> More like like Jack Palance or something. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, Jack Lane. Jack Lane. Jack Jack Lane. I'm going to swim with this boat behind me from Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull 38 buses because I'm 87. <laughs> is there also uh, is there like uh, diet nutrition stuff in there? Or is it just diet working? nutrition cardio? How the muscles work? Uh, and a lot of it is the psychology behind it because you know I, I think a lot of people set goals and don't achieve them. And well, why? What's well, keeping you from that? And you know, for me, like there were people that you know I shook my finger a lot and was like that guy's on fucking roids and fuck that guy and he has the right genetics and I just you know it was, everything was a reason why that guy had was born with something or doing something and and um you know I was a guy who wasn't born with those genetics and I've never touched a steroid and never touched a human growth hormone or anything you know and so this is like how you do it naturally from if you can't well, do a fairness, pull up we're going to teach you how to do it you probably shook macho man's hand so you <laughs> did touch <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. something in that room man something rubbed oh, off that would explain why your right hand looks like a baseball mitt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the clear not the cream yeah. <laughs> it's like the matrix it just starts going on yeah. my arm <laughs> <laughs> That's the beginning of Savage. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I shake his hand. I shake his hand and turn yeah. into him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there's definitely in some sort of an extraterrestrial um, element to it. Yeah, yeah we mind melt. Oh yeah, well, that's God. the ultimate warrior. The there's ultimate warrior came right. from the ship. Heartbeat goes black. You hear the ding of the ring, and then the ch- crowd comes. I'm, I'm writing it in my head already. It's going to savage, guys. Savage. It's going to be badass. What, what, you know, what I, it, like, as a guy who um, uh, I shun fitness my entire life because I never liked the people who were into it, and they always made me sad, and I was afraid of them. You know, I would always fight with – I fought with uh, – see, I had friends who were artistic, and, you know, I had my friends that I could talk to. Yeah. You know, and hang out with, and, and we were into making movies. I started making movies in high school, and so I had my, my buddies. We made movies and, you know, talk comics and, and did the whole thing and you know i remember one of them was getting picked on by a kid on the football team who was one of the other captains and i remember like having words with this dude and shoving him in the cafeteria and, and really getting into it with this this kid on the football team about my friend so it's 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 sad to think that you know you associated all I those did. guys with that because it was just assholes are assholes man yeah. Yeah. you know but you know like you know there's there's nothing more dangerous than a fucking teenager with any kind of power because yeah. that's when the hormones are raging and that's when they're trying to establish their place in the world and so when you know when a kid has some power whether it be physical or you know even even if he's a hacker mm-hmm. i i still think like those kids can be pretty hard to deal with because they're just trying they're testing boundaries and seeing what they can right and so it wasn't until so i had shunned all that my entire life and had thought it was funny that like i ah, fuck you know fuck Anything in the physical world, I don't really. And then, you know, like eight years ago, I I met this guy, and he was a trainer, and he kind of just happened to have sort of a nerdy soul about him, and I've been training with him ever since. And and what I never would have understood before was that things that I learned while exercising were weird principles that made my life and the world better, which you can't explain to someone unless they experience it. It's this weird – I always related for me. It's like um, you know the way samurais would take up calligraphy. To uh, improve their sword strokes, like the brush stroke was somehow this metaphor for their sword strokes, and so it was this hobby that then kind of translated. And for me, training is very much that way. You know, there's such a, um, you know, being present in the moment 
You know, you can't zone out. You know, it's a one-hour workout breaks into body parts, which break into sets, which break into a rep inside of the set. And the, the rep breaks into the positive and negative motion. And so each time you're trying to make the positive better than the last and the negative better than the last and trying to force yourself to be more present, which then carries itself into my work and carries myself in, in the life. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the well pro- I've mastered the negative motion. <laughs> <laughs> no, negative emotion is what you meant. I think the problem is that there are... Electronic motions? I don't know. There are certainly there are certainly good trainers, but there are certainly like a, a bad now. trainer can fucking oh my ruin God. you. Oh, not yeah. only ruin your body, but also ruin your uh, you know like fuck up your perception of like what that is. And yes. I just got lucky that I just I found a guy who you know his his whole thesis was like you have to leave feeling better than when you got here. Mm-hmm. And if that means we just stretch someday and we do a little bit of yoga stuff, then that's all we do. Well, he but- sounds like a really nice. I feel I I leave feeling like shit. Like every I'm like <laughs> writhing on the ground in the fetal position, like wanting to throw up in a chalk bucket. You know, yeah. like, that's me. <laughs> when I was do- when I was doing CrossFit and like I was uh, doing it with a buddy, and then like we'd drive home, and then I'd like call him. I was like, "Did you almost crash your car too?" He's like, "Yeah, they shouldn't allow you to drive home." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, those fucking just too many dips. Yeah. You gotta, you're like, I, I always, uh, yeah, you really should just take a minute if you're feeling like that. Have, have a little bit of juice or something. Like, get some, yeah. you yes. know, but don't, don't just immediately. Fucking. Yeah. It was uh, just like it was like one of those things where you just end up at home like oh my god how did I get here oh my god I drove <laughs> your car is in a, in a blackout yeah, yeah. and exactly. you wake up and you're on the floor and yeah. you're bloody and your car is yeah. through the front of your house but my arms look great they look fantastic I just remember singing down the street looking for my car <laughs> and then I was home yeah uh, but uh, anyway so I'll get done with the season and then I'll, I'll uh, I gotta finish up the book and uh, and then that'll come out in December and Arnold uh, once again you know. Uh, just he and I become really good friends. Oh my god! That's Do you right. go riding with him on Sundays? And I, I, went, I went double dating with Arnold on Saturday. Oh no way! What god. the shit? Yes. How does that? What it's the crazy. shit? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, I I can't. I kind of can't believe it. You Have know? you smoked a Monte Cristo with him? Oh yeah, we smoked <sighs> cigars together. Fuck. You went to steak, dinner yeah. with the ex governor of California. <laughs> yeah. That is also impressive. That is impressive. To me, that's his least impressive accomplishment. Yeah. It kind of is, because, you know, like when you think about I mean, he is a pretty interesting guy. Of course he is. But I mean, he not be- just not just the movie stuff, but the fact that, you know, he was a millionaire when he was like 22 because he had this crazy mail order vitamin business. Like, he's just a. And just also the fact that he was like, it, he became a celebrity from bodybuilding. Like, that's like. Well, well, at I a mean, time when bodybuilding yeah. was weird. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. know, I mean, it was looked at this weird subculture. I, I was talking to him about, uh, you know, he knew Are you going to be in his new show? I, we haven't talked about it. I don't know. You should be. Is this. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, come on. Yeah. We're going to put you in everything. I'm no, he's doing, yeah. uh, Arnold pitched and they sold a uh, show to Showtime called Pump about oh, really? 70s bodybuilding. No way. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What was yeah. the Kevin story Nealon that he told you? Uh, well, he was friends with Andy Warhol. and uh, Because Andy Andy was like kind of weird, you know, and, and thought that bodybuilding was so weird. And, and, yeah. and was like, you're one of us. And so he, were just, he was talking about the factory in New York at that time. And I mean, it was oh. like, holy shit. And, you know, and he came down, Andy did his painting. And, and then, I mean, it was just trippy, crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's, at the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh, where I'm from, they have a picture in the, on the first floor uh, of, of Arnold and, and Andy at, at Arnold's wedding. Jeez, you know, I mean, so it's just yeah, it's so crazy kind of, you know, talking to him about yeah. that. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I, I think that that whole Joe Weider thing, you know, Joe brought him over, and then Joe just kind of, you know, was like, 
you know, go to school and kind of pushed him. And then he started buying up real estate in wow. Santa Monica and Venice, which cost nothing at the time. Yeah. And the guy owns half of Santa Monica. I I mean, couldn't could hardly speak English, and was taking Santa Monica college night classes after training all day. He would pose in water because he didn't like his calves. Yeah, that's true. He didn't like his calves. (laughs) No, it was amazing. I mean, it's just it's it's the craziest story. And then you become governor and the biggest star on the planet, and it's just it's it's and he's like one of the most charming, funny, fascinating guys you could ever possibly spend any time with. Can you get him on the podcast? (laughs) Those early. <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about it, we're we're all big fans. Chris was in Terminator Three. I was in Terminator out. Three. I was in Terminator <laughs> it all Three. Works out. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, if you want to get on the bike, running up the flagpole. Those old those old videos where he's talking about like um, I think it was from was it Pumping Iron? Pumping was Iron. It? Yeah. Where he's like, oh, he's like coming. It's, yeah. it's like he just kept saying every the, day I lift more and it's like coming. It's like all coming over. all yeah. over. Yeah. 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 Pumped, get the feeling from the pump, like coming. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, Every the, day I'm coming. just hearing Every him day. say coming over and over again. I was like, ah, weird. That word is hitting my brain weird. Yeah. Coming. It's like coming. <laughs> I've worked out a lot. I don't think I've ever been like, yes. Maybe <laughs> that's never, a body. You never got the pump. You never yeah. got the pump. You no, once again, writhing on the ground, fetal position, looking to throw up in a bucket. <laughs> furthest thing from coming in my well, the, mind. The, the, bar, the, you know, the, like the, the bodybuilder the body thing is like. <laughs> I, I, really I, reminiscent yeah. of me losing my virginity. <laughs> yeah. Writhing on the ground in the fetal position. Oh, right. fuck. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the money's on the dresser. No. I can't live my my limbs. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. All right, but I better see you in class tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> they, re- <laughs> <laughs> they really, these, the bodybuilders, like I thought that Warhol was fascinated by them, I guess does make a lot of sense. They are like to that level of commitment to a thing is a little fringy. Like, it's a little out there. Well, and there was this, uh, I mean, I, this this thinking that it was like physical artwork. You were creating a statue out of yourself. And and I think that there was something to that as well. But I think it was looked at as totally weird. It is weird, especially the, the like the guys that are so fucking big that they oh. can't, like, and, and yeah. they, they obviously, there must be some sort of a dysmorphic thing where they, I mean, because... They're you're, they're almost seem non-functional human beings because of how. Um, well, after Arnold, I think the chemistry got diff or jumped. Yeah. You know, there was something different going. You know, yeah. in in the water, uh, and and it became about how freaky can you get? Like right. how yeah. how fucked up and and weird can you know you get yeah. a look? You ever, it, see, it, you ever watch the thing about the guy that like oh, his bicep yeah, burst? He, he blew <laughs> yeah, up his yeah. fucking arm, oh, and now yeah. it's like it was like draining, and he was yeah, still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like those guys yeah. can't even flex fully because yeah. they've taken so much cr- like diuretics and. Yeah. To thin their skin out, one guy f- did a double bicep flex and locked up and just fell over like a tree. Oh no, <laughs> Jesus! Because he had no water in him, and oh uh, so That's I think it's you know it's awesome. a little different now, you know. Because and then you can only ever wear those tank tops and then those uh, those flexi pants, <laughs> super pants. Yeah, yeah it's not because they think it looks good. It's just that's it's all just they that's can all put they on. Can that's actually wear. That's all they can physically put on their yeah, bodies. Exactly. They can't do any buttons. It yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and they can't lift over their heads like the yeah. shirts. Just have to. They get just them. have to tear them out. They, che- they have to get a lot of cheap shirts because they just have to tear <laughs> the them out. And then it's edible. It's full yeah, protein. Yeah, proper yeah. post workout. It's just protein seaweed. Wrap. <laughs> 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 just seaweed. <laughs> that's 
should be the last line of your book, which is like, and now the final test, eat this book and just see how many people like, try and eat the book. <laughs> if you fully trust me, eat this book. This jo- book is made of reclaimed protein. <laughs> Joe Manganiello's protein shirts, now available at Walmart. <laughs> Oh my god! A fucking protein. Hey, if there's a snuggie, there's no reason we can't have fucking protein shirts. Hey man, there's edible underwear. I don't know what's in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I think. Well, I think those are just like kind of fruit roll-ups. I think those are just like film. It's like it's like the Listerine film. I've heard. <laughs> actually, everyone gets funny gifts. I mean, <laughs> that you try yeah. because you're curious. Yes. Um, this has been a wonderful hour, Joe. This is, every time we hang out, it's more. I'm like, God damn it, that guy. We should hang out more often. We should hang out and not have to shoot something or record a thing. Um, but I, I'm actually also really intrigued to read your book. Would you have a title yet? It's called Evolution. Nice. Yeah. Oh well, that's that could not, be put in a weird section. That's not getting <laughs> sold in Louisiana, Texas, yeah. and Mississippi. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Inside, I believe the it'll be called. On the way it'll be desert. called Big Bang. There, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. No, it can't be called that either. I believe no, muscles be just called... come straight from God. I mean, this... yeah. <laughs> that's what you call it. Muscles from God. <laughs> muscles from God by Joe Manganiello. <laughs> <laughs> that naked werewolf dude on that show you won't let your kids watch. He's. So... <laughs> There are there in, the, in that other male stripper movie that you changed the channel really quick on. Uh, on there, Saturday there, night. there is something there is something that's that I feel like is very right about True Blood with the I mean obviously there are naked ladies on the show but mm. I feel like way more naked dudes on True Blood and I sort of feel like you know finally a show that's kind of you know exploiting guys in 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 in, in the way that the entertainment Isn't it about time ladies are you with me on this one <laughs> Yeah coming up 40 next. years no <laughs> progress have led to this Alan Magic Mike. You on that one. Yeah um yeah I mean it is I guess it is kind of a love letter to uh Gloria Steinem, in a way. <laughs> there are, there are. It's like this is this is my Rodney King. Can we all just get along? <laughs> there's a there's a couple of those. Let's just make love, not war. Yeah. Let's stop fighting each other. Let's just get along. There's, there's take our shirts. pants off. <laughs> there's a couple of those in a fireman scenes. suit. Yeah, <laughs> with some usher in the background. There's a couple of those scenes where you're like, eh, I don't feel like Jason Sackhouse needed to have a shirt off in this scene. He was just having a conversation. Not at all. <laughs> And yet, like, I just met this nice girl from Louisiana. I bring her back to my apartment, and I'm like, shirts off, and I'm walking around. You know, yeah. like, I mean, gets hey, hot, gets hot. Oh. Yeah, it is. it is like it's muggy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very, it's swampy. Man, it's hot in here. Mm. Oh, now my pants are chafing. Hot in the south. That reminds me, we need to write in the mouth of the south. Yes. <laughs> oh my, totally. <laughs> we'll get him. And we need the slickster. Oh my god. And we need Bobby the Brain. And we need Mr. Fuji and oh, Demolition, Fuji. the natural disaster. <laughs> and then we'll get our friend. We Craig. need <laughs> Texas Tornado. We need Warlord and Barbarian, the powers of pain. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. They had the spikes on Good there. Uh, that was, yeah. No, that was Hawk no, and that Animal. Was, yeah, Hawk and Animal. Oh, okay. The Legion, Legion of Doom, Doom. Legion of who Doom, became the, ro- yeah, the Road yeah. Warriors. And then we should get our friend Craig Anton to play Andy Kaufman. No, that's right, yeah. Our buddy, our, this friend of ours was going to play Andy Kaufman in the Andy Kaufman movie. Like, looks like him. Had it down, and then uh, and then Jim Carrey was like, like hey, I want do. that. And then, uh, but but we, that because I was living in Memphis when that wall happened. Oh my! So gosh. I was I was sort of right at the epicenter of it. But you know, again, wrestling. You know, I, I my friends were rabid about it, but I just wanted to be in front of a computer and then playing video games, and so I just didn't. Um, what were the video games? 
Uh, well, there were there were con- there was the home console games like the twenty six hundred, or we had an Intellivision, or you know, like my friends had like a ColecoVision. Like uh, right. I had a network of a couple of nerdy friends who, and we had most of the consoles covered. Um, in addition to like uh, I had a TRS eighty color computer too. King's which, Quest and King's Quest. King's Quest came in the nineties for me. Okay, um, like ninety one, ninety two. King's Quest uh, we played on the PC, and then there was the arcade. There were there were the arcade games, which was a whole separate video game uh, right. uh, path, and then you know, then when Nintendo came along, it was Super Mario Three was my big game. Oh, yeah. Nintendo, it's for Sega, breakfast now. Sega Sega Genesis Nintendo. Golf. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what about what about yours? Yours? I, I had the twenty six hundred. I always loved uh, arcades, yeah. so I was always you know big into all that uh, arcade stuff. There was a game called Gladiator that I can't I, I can't find it anywhere online where you were this gladiator and you walked and you had to fight against someone and you hit them and when you hit them in the chest their armor plate came off and then you hit him in the leg and I just remember this crazy Gladiator game. I don't know if I remember it's that one. it's a weird weird game uh, at this family you're, restaurant in Maine you're probably like, gonna those weird get ones. tweeted yeah. about that what, what's gonna happen is someone on the podcast will be like I have an extra one and then they'll just fucking send it to you done they'll like send you they'll send you Gladiator uh, and then it was Atari 2600 and then I was not allowed to get Nintendo so I got a paper route and then bought one for myself nice. fuck yeah, yeah. Dad. That's how Arnold would have done it. And ironically, <laughs> you bought a copy of Paperboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he stole a copy of Paperboy. <laughs> but then he exactly. took it back. Yeah. He brought yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. We don't it. want I this. <laughs> I like Super Mario, too. Funny Super enough, Mario with, with the vegetables. I, I love it was Super so Mario. Weird. Yeah, it was it's like, real this is a weird game. I yeah. like it. And the fucking egg coming out of the, the birdie's th- mouth. and birdie. weird. Yeah, yeah, it was birdie, right? so strange. Birdie, yeah. Birdo? No, Birdie. I think Birdie's correct. Can we get a confirmation on this uh, thing that doesn't matter? She doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, Katie's like, what, I don't check what do facts. I even Google right now? I don't want like, birdie, bird. I did like, Mar- I did like Mario 2, but just... Birdo? Birdo. Mm-hmm. I did like Mario 2. Super but, Mario 2, Birdo. But 3, yeah. it just all came together for me. Three is three well, is the classic, and Super Mario Brothers yeah. two wasn't even really a Super Mario Brothers. It's like Super Mario Brothers was such a huge hit that like they're like we need another game, so they just reskinned a Japanese game. Right. I remember the original arcade, just Mario Brothers, where they were just plumbers clearing crabs and turtles and little ice things out of plumbing. Yeah, Bird- oh, yeah. it you was can still play that at Fun Spot up in New Hampshire. You Fun Spot. You King can just, of Kong, nice. Yeah. Kong, way yeah. to go. Oh, no, I used to go to Fun Spot. No way. I Did you ever run life. into uh, that one dude who retired and lives in the cabin, Brian Q? I have never seen Brian Kill Screen, Kill screen coming him, up. But Kill Screen. Yeah, in case anyone's but, interested. But, but favorite, oh, sorry. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of those guys, yeah. they're always there. A lot of those guys. from like If you go, if you go in like September, like after the holiday, those guys are... There's a season. Those guys so are I was in Hollywood, Florida a few years ago doing Billy Mitch an autograph signing at... Uh, no, Coconut... Coconut Creek. Okay. I went to Coconut Creek Hard Rock, and I did yep. a you know signing there. And uh, the driver was driving me home, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I st- you know, these guys still have a couple hours if you know you want to go somewhere." And I was like, "Well, how close are we in Coconut Creek to Hollywood, Florida?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, the fuck, you want to go to Hollywood, Florida?" I was like, I, yeah. I just, "Do you know where Ricky's Hot Wings is?" And he was like, "Yeah, you, you want to go to that place?" I said, "Yeah, the, I, we need to go to Rocky Ricky's right now." <laughs> so I went to Ricky's <laughs> and made somebody who was with us go up to the the bartender, and they went, "Hey." <clears throat> Listen, I'm with uh, with a couple of celebrities, and uh, they're seated over at that table right there. They're on a show called True Blood, and uh, they're huge fans of Billy Mitchell's. Could you get him down <gasps> here? And they were like, well, Billy's not in. And they said, well, could you call Billy? And so they called Billy, and sure enough, like he had no fucking idea like yeah. about True Blood, but his daughter loved it. Uh-huh. So he like they walked over to my table, and they were like, hi, uh, Bill would like to speak to you. And I picked <laughs> up the phone, and he goes, 
uh, he goes, hello, Bill Mitchell, can I help you? <laughs> and I went, hey, champ, what's going on? And then we just started talking, and he sent us home with all these bottles of Ricky's hot sauce. Nice. That's is awesome. this the third dope. favorite story you've ever yes, heard of the podcast? Yes, it is. That's pretty great. Does Billy Mitchell's daughter have a flag tie and a beard? I like to think that all the family looks Yeah, they well, all what happened them. was uh, Billy couldn't come down. He was busy or whatever. And... Uh, his daughter called from New York. <laughs> she like goes to college in New York and got on the phone and to talk to me. And then oh my God. Billy was so happy that you know for that that he sent us home with with hot. I swear to God, they were the best hot wings I've ever had in my life. I've really, heard, I swear, like things. the man knows hot sauce. Like yeah. they weren't kidding. I've had we I've had Ricky's hot we sauce. We can't get it in California. It's incredible. Yeah. He won't sell it. He won't sell it. But they when you know they uh, they had the like a premiere party at Big Wangs in Hollywood for when that movie came out yeah. for when King of Comedy. So we uh, a bunch of us went. And they had like a bunch of take home bottles of Ricky's hot sauce. And they were saying they had to like send someone to go buy that's them amazing. and bring them back. They're amazing. Yeah. It's Billy real good Mitchell, hot sauce. Primo Joystick, dude. That's the yeah, song yeah. that the guy writes. Billy's on <laughs> the move. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Weeb. Steve, Steve Weeb. My favorite uh, thing about Weeby. Brian, something just feels but, but he, but he always, but he's, yeah, but Walter says, he calls it, he keeps yeah, calling yeah, him Steve Weeb. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I was, I was the Mappy champion and, uh, yeah. you know, there's just, uh, you know, Billy, uh, you know, Steve's got a really good score going on yeah. right now, but I, I mean, I don't know, the, 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 to beat uh, Billy, he's, 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 he's going to have to have a, a really good, uh, really good third man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about Brian Q is that, like, um, his shirts <laughs> came right out of the package, is that? Right your... out of the package, you see the creases, the full creases <laughs> in his JCPenney shirt. That's oh. Oh salmon color. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that guy is still retired. He probably took a hit in the stock market when that. Apparently, I, I looked uh, online. Uh, in one day, like Brian Q broke like 112 records on video games in one. Like so, so they made him to be like the you know like the henchman kind of you know, yeah. guy. But he's actually like I used to always go in there. The complete. And, we got a pretty good stuff. game of Ladybug going on in the corner. <laughs> We have a ladybug cabinet in the cabinet. But I used to go into Fun Spot and I would always get number one on Tetris every time I went in there. No way. Jesus, why, what the hell are we doing why don't you, here? Why don't you submit it to Twin Galaxies? Yeah. Well, I never knew, I could never tell if it was a, if it was a really good score because uh, they shut the switch at night and everything, although. Scores get wiped, oh. so I would always go set at the day of. But You'd I could have to always, set up I could a always camera, the, and yeah. then it would have to be okayed. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go get your Frogger machine yeah. and then push but it the through judge. traffic. I'm pretty sure yeah. they don't and uh, prove that there wasn't some kind of uh, sticky substance yeah. on, uh, uh, kinda, on the right chip on the right chip uh, on the right yeah. board. Yeah, where's Captain Awesome? What's that was that? just about have to say. Where's Captain? He must be dead, right? Because he's in pretty bad shape. Captain Awesome is not dead. Captain Awesome is with us. You know they wouldn't let him into the party. Yeah, no. That that party I went to, they they wouldn't let because apparently he's like been really mean towards the whole production of it and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like is trying to sue them and so yeah. like there was just like he's not allowed but he showed up because he knew it was happening dude that guy's amazing I yeah. mean they're all amazing you couldn't cast it better but he hobbles around he's like he's in real bad shape well when he's Roy's, not hobbling right? around he drives the automobile to fame and fortune <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> fucking <laughs> captain awesome oh god you're all captain we awesome had a, we had a good time Aww, today oh, it's good Chris. to see you I don't mean in the literal sense, not that guy. I mean like <laughs> spiritually. Yeah, because that's like it's Captain an insult. If you say yeah, 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 yeah. No, spiritually, you're all okay. Captain yeah, no, awesome. Okay. Yeah, you did a good job. Uh, all right, Macho Man Joe Manganiello. We Hardwick. Yeah, something Hardwick. Nerdist podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cup of coffee. Yeah. The cream rises to have the top. Him, yeah. Have them do the. Not tell everyone to enjoy their burrito. Everybody enjoy your burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> 
This interview is over. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you want a beef or a chicken burrito? Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> gotta have beef. Gotta have spice. Need a little excitement. Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> I gotta look up this one again. Oh my god, that was fucking awesome. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.